Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Law Crimes. We're changing things up, we're doing things a little bit differently, but we hope you're all doing well. And um, today we're not joined by Eli, but I've got Hal and Colin here. Welcome. It's Law Crimes, isn't it? Hello everyone, how are we doing? Yes, I think we did it. We made it live. That's I had a I had it open my PC and then uh, you started talking in here and then you started talking on stream and then my eardrums started weeping. <laughs> Get confused. <laughs> there is a bit of pain, um, but we are doing some. Speaking of uh, confusion, uh, something that will confuse the senses today, Andy. I think we're talking about something particularly <laughs> disgusting and smelly. Uh, yeah. And I'm not uh, just talking about our podcast skills. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, what are we doing, Andy, today? Today we are talking about the Death Guard. Ooh, look at that. It's Death Guard, Ooh. isn't it? Shiny. Um, Second. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about the 14th Legion, the Mortarians, lads. It's all a bit of fun. And, uh, yeah, how are we Some, feeling about it? I just want to point out, <laughs> someone who just said, where's our short king? Listen. <laughs> Listen, okay. Listen the egg took a toll on him. <laughs> the for people who didn't uh, catch it, our previous stream had Eli eating an actual raw egg. Um, it's worth a, a listen. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to spoil. No spoilers for that because we're going to go. Uh, I think we should go pretty much if you guys are ready. Uh, again, that Fourteenth Legion Death Guard, some smelly, um, smelly boys. Uh, <laughs> I think we just. I'll say raw dog. It raw dog's not the right word. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. worse. This is not. <laughs> um, someone said "Return of the Poop Knife." Yes, I'm glad they remember that joke. <laughs> That's a long time joke now. Um, there will be no poop knife on this one. Uh, what's the ones that they call like? I pretty sure I heard like a horror story of people talking about they're like reusable ones. Um, Re reusable what? Toilet paper, <laughs> and it freaks me out. <laughs> uh, we <don't laughs> were already we getting. We don't want to know. Um, but let's let's stick to Warhammer. What we know instead of the reusable the reusable toilet paper of Warhammer lore, uh, the Death Guard. Um, heading this up will be our good old boy Colin here. He's going to give you guys a little bit of an introduction. This is the kind of uh, beginning to expert slash iceberg effect of the Death Guard. So you know we're going to go through those layers like a disgusting cake. Um, this is unfortunately I was watching that show. Is it cake earlier? Uh, this is not cake. This is um, rot. So, Colin, are you ready? Uh, I am, but uh, I have... Can I have one moment? My dogs are running around in my front yard. <laughs> I, uh, apologies, gentlemen, but uh, everyone watching, but that's not good. <laughs> okay. Colin's going to go rescue his dogs for a bit. Um, if anyone has any questions in the chat, by the way, please send them towards us. Also... Uh, is there any other topics well people would like us to see? I think we're going to cover some fantasy uh, in the not-too-distant future. So people who have been uh, enjoying um, our Fireside Fantasy ones, they can have a little bit of a listen on there. Yeah. Um, no, we did not send anyone to Nurgle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, uh, Jack Dawes. I think, Jack Dawes, have you been an early subscriber, brother? Appreciate the uh, support. Um, I think I'd let you on... Uh, I might have seen you on my channel for a long time, so appreciate that, man. Mm. Um, Mortarion is literally the worst Primarch. That's a big debate. I don't think you could say he's the worst Primarch. Lorgan's the worst Primarch, surely. He's just a choir boy. By uh, by measure of Primarchs, he is the worst Primarch. <laughs> he is an interesting Primarch, but he is 
technically like even none of them disagree that they could absolutely wipe <laughs> Mortarian yeah, out yeah. of existence. Um, he's a bit of a wet wipe, to be honest. He's easily smudged. Pretty much. Um, people are asking about what is the mask. Um, the mask uh, is because he has a secret past and you cannot tell us who he works yeah, for. <laughs> I'm in witness protection. No, all, all it is is yeah, like for for now, I do not want to show my face. So I got this. I got this from a lovely Etsy shop in Belgium, and uh, I thought it would go well with the Remembrance Channel. But for now, we're keeping the identity concealed. Uh, but maybe next year, maybe next year, with a particular uh, milestone, we might see what's under this disgusting face uh, <laughs> made of, made of wood. Disgusting. Ladies and gentlemen, my apologies. <laughs> Hello, the dogs. How are the uh, dogs? How are the dogs? <laughs> Not running around out front, thankfully. That's good. <laughs> good. Oh. Someone's asking, is the vote conflicting? No, it's not conflicting. You know exactly what you want to pick. Choose it, brother. Um, yeah. Dominic Jackman just put egg. Egg. Yes. Not there will egg. be no... We didn't actually get any eggs on yeah. uh, this I stream. I have eggs downstairs, but... We're not eating any eggs. You'd have to send a lot of money for us to eat it. Okay, I shouldn't have said that. Um, with that being said, though, Colin, are you ready to begin this sort of disgusting journey? <laughs> I am ready to begin the uh, disgusting journey of the Death Guard. Uh, so, uh, any, without further ado, let's now get into it. Yes. <laughs> uh, Death Guard, 14th Legion of Space Marines. They, uh, oh, does anyone, does anyone hear my voice echoing? Oh. You might have used a second microphone there. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Apologies uh, for technical <laughs> difficulties. It's our first time doing this. Uh, Echo can't, anyway. can't be changed. But ah. again, I, I should point out, the reason we're doing it like this is because we want to interact with you guys while we do it, because we think. Yeah. Especially with the live streams we've done recently, we love the banter we have with you guys and seeing what you're you're talking about. And it's it's a different dynamic than doing it post recording. So that's kind mm -hmm. of why we, we want to get you guys involved a bit more. Um, yeah, sorry, Colin. Please continue. Oh, oh no, worries. I'd rather an explanation. Also, it says echo cancellation is turned off, but that's only for me. So it's only a problem for me. I'll get used to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, Death Guard. Uh, they are the fourteenth legion of the space marines created uh as the rest of the uh first space marines uh by the emperor on terra to help him conquer the galaxy uh they were initially known as the dusk raiders uh for what other reason than they were uh proficient in attacking during the evening you know nights getting settled so all the troops are uh getting ready to go to rest there's only a couple people on guard that's when the dusk raiders would swoop in and thoroughly ruin your day uh, their Primarch was Mortarian, a uh, smelly man extraordinaire, all-around pretty bitter human being. And their specialty among the Astartes was just being superhumanly tough, even for Space Marine standards. Uh, you could keep... Oh, uh, one sec. I think someone says, now I hear the echo. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I think you might have... To, you have to, did you switch microphones, possibly? Uh, make sure... Can You can mute mic while recording, but you can't switch mics. Uh, thank you for letting us know, by the way, boys. This Much appreciated. We're all, we're all working it out. So, boy, just let people know as well. The stream will be post-edited, so this will look super clean when we're done. But for those who are listening to the live uh, edition, this will be quite rustic. <laughs> That's okay. First time's rough for everything. I'll make sure I'm a little bit less loud, so it doesn't echo quite as much. Then, 
uh, where was I? Pardon me. Uh, their specialty is being tough as nails. Uh, they're superhumanly tough as a result of Mortarian's gene seed, and they're especially resistant to things like chemical weapons and diseases, which is quite ironic given what's coming up. Uh, by the time of the heresy, they were just under 100k marines, so they're not the largest legion, but they're certainly not undermanned. Only people like, you know, the Ultramarines, the Sons of Horus, the Dark Angels before the uh, the big, uh-oh, that was the Rangdon Xenocides, uh, could be counted as bigger as them. Uh, they're, uh, pardon me. Their training was very intense, and Mortarian wanted to make sure they were equipped for every possible scenario. Uh, although, funnily enough, they didn't have, uh, unless, uh, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but they did not have assault or devastator squads dedicated to uh, mm. fighting. Mm. Uh, yeah. But they did have was a good amount of Terminator armor, though, and as, as befitting a Legion known for being tough as hell, that's only fitting. And as a result, they were pretty good at boarding actions as well as just general getting in a slog and uh, going through it. Uh, Mortarian's influence on them wasn't as bad as some of the other traitor legions early on, you know, especially compared to Angron, who jammed his kids full of nails in their brains. Uh, Mortarian didn't do anything like that. But his decision to join Horus is, of course, what would uh, turn the Death Guard into what they would become. Some might call that a bad move. Yes, yeah, some in might. Retrospect. <laughs> some might call <laughs> joining the forces of hell a bit of an uh oh. It's yeah. a bit of a dodgy choice. <laughs> yeah. And like, just a question for you two. Like, am I the only one who would, like, of all the four chaos gods to follow, my last option would be Nurgle? Like, I'd rather oh, be. Oh, no. There's your god. god. Angry god or sneaky god rather than smelly pus god. I think Nurgle would be number two for me, honestly. Really? Well, it's like. Okay. I mean, you well, don't like... feel pain, which is good. Well, yeah, there's that, and like Zinch, like even if you do everything he wants, he might just decide. Yeah, but it would be really funny if you were a chaos spawn right now. And yeah, so he I, turns uh, you into one. My, my naive brain, I just feel like it would be like me trying to play the Stanley Parable, and then I'm just trying to mess it up. And he's like, <laughs> "No, but I saw that coming. You're not that clever." I'm like, "Oh, sorry, Dad. Yeah, that'd be me." I, I, unironically, though, by the way they describe it being a Nurgle worshipper is technically the best because even by us looking at it now, we're like, that's gross. But as a Nurgle worshipper, you're like, oh my god, this is the best. I'm having my best day ever. And also, you don't feel any pain. You yeah. just feel amazing. And you're like, and also your god kind of treats you okay. He's like the grandfather and stuff. I honestly think it, as much as it pains my Zeechian heart, it's actually first. <laughs> technically, you want to be part of Nurgle because you'd actually be okay. You know what I mean? You'd be like, yeah. you, you'd be disgusting to all your mates, but you'd be all right, I think. I'd, uh, I'd take Slanesh first, personally. Enjoys his weekends, don't you? I <laughs> to see that. you degenerate. <laughs> Here for a good time, not for a long one. <laughs> oh, uh, but uh, back to the Death Guard. Uh, they were pretty. They were pretty competent early on in the uh, Horus Heresy, especially compared to you know the menagerie of circus clowns that Horus had on his side. Again, Angron, Conrad, Kurz. Uh Compared to them, Mortarian's like, it's hey, it's Mortarian. He's gonna, him and his Death Guard are gonna go do what's gotta get done. And that's, you know, all you need to say about it. Uh, as things went, uh, as things, as time went on, though, things would turn against them. Uh, especially when they would uh, 
try and get the white scars on their side, which is the, the biggest turning point for them. Uh, the Magyar, uh, there's, I know, Andy's getting excited. I mentioned the scars. Uh, the Magyar squads of the white scars were some uh, some white scars who were, we'll talk about them a different time. If uh, Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. So yeah. cool. I mean, we've already done uh, so our white scars episode, but the yeah. Mazzani. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're uh, we've talked about them before and probably will again because even you know, I'm not the biggest Scars fan, but even I have to admit, pretty damn cool. Mm. But for now, all you need to know about them is uh, white Scars who are redeeming themselves in death, uh, proper dwarfy, and they were doing that by keeping Mortarian away from the rest of the Scars, uh, who were they were buying time to retreat. So Mortarian has the eggs on his face, he's looking a little bit silly, and he gives up and decides it's time to go to Terra with the rest of his Death Guard. When Typhon does a, a, a bit of a prank on Mortarian, which is killing all of his navigators. And now the death. Bit of a prank, bro. Yeah, a bit, yeah, a bit of a goof. Typhus, I just go, a bit of a, a prank, bro. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he uh, it tells Mortarian that they were actually secretly loyalists who were plotting to drive their fleet into a supermassive black hole, if I remember correctly. Which is a, oh yeah w- would have been a great way to deal with them if that was actually true. <laughs> it's also a great news song, but yeah, <laughs> uh, that wasn't true though. Uh, Typhus Typhon at this point was just lying to him, but he says, "Don't worry, Dad. I can. I'll trust all of the psychers and myself, who I'm also a psyker. Trust us. We'll get us to Terra safely." And on the one hand, he didn't technically lie. They did eventually reach Terra. But on the other hand, the Death Guard uh, were stranded in a warp storm where Nurgle also made his move and infected them with the worst of the diseases he had to hand, which, given he's the god of diseases, a whole lot. The stream of bath water. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it uh, it, sm- it smelled like a convention in, uh, in the... Someone did there. just say, um, is it like, someone mentioned Asmogold's first shower of the, of the year stream. Is <laughs> he not washed? <laughs> Whoever this guy is. I mean, the only thing uh, is with, like, the, 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 the thing you just mentioned, Colin, like, could you imagine, like, a hundred thousand, maybe, super soldiers, and they're all, like, buff, and, oh, nothing gets up, and then all of a sudden, they're all, like, spewing out in both ends, like, yeah. and diarrhea, Ugh. and the plague, and the... <laughs> Oh, this isn't good. And you're just I a mortal a... person, be like, my fingers are disappearing. What's going on? Uh help. Have you ever played Plague Inc., that little phone game where you yeah. spread the di- I think that I think that's an event you can get. Yeah. Your okay, I think they call what's, it like shotgun syndrome. Or place you gotta like instantly get uh that little island nation. Oh, like, Madagascar. Madagascar, that's the one. It's Madagascar or Greenland or Iceland. All three of those suck to infect. Uh but speaking <laughs> speaking of infected. The, uh, the Death Guard, their famed resilience is turning against them now because, well, on the one hand, they're not dying. On the other hand, they're in just unending suffering because they have every disease ever being pumped into them. But because their very DNA is like makes them resilient, it can't kill them, but they're just laying and sitting in agony, uh, except for Typhon, who, who is now Typhus, who ate a whole bunch of bugs or... Uh, yeah, that's the destroyer hive, right? He basically just ate bugs. He he became I'm the a, weird I, kid. Cool. I, I, I was you know I'm I'm paraphrasing a bit what happened, but <laughs> kind of he became the weird kid at school who eats bugs and maintains eye contact all the yeah. time. And uh, and uh, Mortarian is also suffering, and 
to end it, he just gives up and uh, embraces Nurgle. He uh, embraces the god of decay and pestilence, and now the Death Guard uh, have become what they're going to be moving on in 40k. The gross, disgusting, bloated, awful chaos marines. The, the um, stinkiest boys in all of the setting. Um, is that? Do you have any bit more? I've got, or I do have a question for you if you are ready. <laughs> uh, just a brief, like up to modern 40k. Nothing too. Oh, go in-depth. for it. Go for it. Uh, just jumping up to head to modern 40k for about ten thousand years. They were as all traitor legions, uh, forced to exist in the eye of terror. Theoretically, they remain pretty organized. Like uh, some, like you know, the emperor's children and uh world eaters just completely disintegrated basically theoretically the death guard are a bit more organized but in practice mortarian doesn't really didn't well for a while didn't really throw his weight around uh and typhus was probably the was definitely the uh most active of their champions with his plague fleet probably i don't think it's ever stated but i'm gonna i'm gonna go out and say that they were probably got the highest kill count out of any trader force because uh, they would just spread pestilence out out of wherever they go, uh, just infect point, entire yeah. worlds. Well, because like Karn, yeah, one like himself has probably killed more than Typhus, but Typhus and his fleet and the diseases they spread. Karn, I that mean, lovable puppy boy, hit that one million on the counter. Yeah, I, I suppose <laughs> you're limited to how quickly you can swing your Gore Child or Chain Axe or whatever. Whereas, yeah, like, you... it, with the uh, there's like an episode of. Ha- a guy that looks like this guy really um he spreads a plague through the astropaths and so they broadcast a virus and it kills loads of people because they're just like the astropaths start the virus and they're like the infection point and it's like i don't know how that works but that's horrid i don't want it thanks. evil chaos magic <laughs> yes and uh the most recent stuff they did was the uh, the plague wars where uh, mortarian oh, yeah. and gilliman throw down Ultimately, they fail to kill. Well, I mean, they do kill him, but then the emperor goes, nah, uh, and brings Gilliman back. No, he's my uh, special boy. You can't kill him. Nuh-uh. And he's uh, <laughs> pretty much. And of course, Ultramar doesn't fall either because it's Ultramar and the Ultramarines are the best. Although we do but, lose Ajax. Ajax. Rest in peace. Not quite Cadia. Every, every day I wake I, up, <laughs> I shed a tear for Cadia. I've suffered enough. Yeah. To be fair, they, I was just want to briefly mention is there seen that art? There was a brief small bit of lore and some artwork about the Death Guard fighting Tau and that Shadow Sun, I believe. And it's really bizarre because they kind of go, We're fighting space marines, but there's something wrong with them. <laughs> like, they're just not right. There's <laughs> something a bit, they stink. You know what I mean? How Bro. could you tell? Um, something about all the fluids, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the fluids. The, the green pus leaking out of them wasn't right. Oh, not my favorite uh, flavor. Speaking of, they were they were threatening to invade the Tau Empire, but that didn't really go anywhere. Uh, they end up fighting some of the remnants of the Fourth Sphere expansion, which was already a complete mess for the Tau anyway, so no substantial losses were really given to the Tau Empire. And uh, other than that, Mortarian got his torso exploded by Kaldor Drago Ooh. and uh, had a Grandmaster's name carved on his heart. Yeah. And there's a there's the be- basics of the Death Guard. They're stinky, they're tanky, uh, they're unpleasant to be around, but uh, they will they will give you Nurgle's love anyways. <laughs> they are loved though. They are very much loved. Um, for that though, we're just going to move into a small section here, boys. Where if you guys want to ask us any questions just before we head on into the 
uh, larger part as I, well. I hate that pole, man. That's that's something. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, no idea who put that there. Uh, it could have been anyone. Can we? Is it possible to go to the uh, shared screen bit, Andy, just for this small little bit? Whilst we we're gonna grill, we're gonna grill Colin here with just a few, with just a, a, a one or two punch question. Um, I've got one for the Death Guard. Hopefully, Colin, uh, if you could answer this one for me. Uh, sure. Do you think? YouTubers who clean carpets could take on the Death Guard. <laughs> what? What? YouTubers and how many? Are... Have you not seen those videos of people who take like the most disgusting carpets out there, and they like do the full on like rinse and then the hose spray and then the actually power wash of it? If you've not, people are going to put in the comments here, and they know exactly what I'm what talking about. What are you about. talking about? The closest I things can do. think of that is like power wash simulator. <laughs> Basically, people who are power wash YouTubers, and that's a better question. Do you think they how is many there is, there, there is a yes. called, there is a called power washing porn, but it's about how satisfying it is to be like, oh, it's so clean, and you like you have a grimy wall, and you just go, and it is just it cuts like a, through it like butter. Visual ASMR like, kind of thing. Yeah, basically, oh. where it's just like, look how satisfying that line is. Oh, it's clean. Yeah, people put in the chat. Bit. Seriously, there are there are there's a whole thing of like people who clean carpets. And it's so satisfying because oh, it's just like, like a TikTok. It's ASMR. It's not TikTok. It's on YouTube. I'm not a child. I'm, not, I'm just I'm an adult. <laughs> but it's so, it's actually really satisfying. I just wonder how many attempts it would take just to clean one Plague Marine <laughs> or a power washer. Would you power wash a Plague Marine? <laughs> I feel like I... it would be an endless, like, you clean him and then he's instantly like, I've got more pus. And you're like, oh, for f it, would, it would just, it would just I keep, think... keep going. No, the only endless. way to clean them is with like melter weapons. Oh, I agree, God. melted them. I think uh, Jack Dawes he puts the satisfying YouTube uh, videos where people power wash carpets that should be launched <laughs> into the sun. <laughs> no, Jack, I need you on my side, brother. Oh. Please, <laughs> um, it shouldn't be launched into the sun. Um, oh, morning from Australia. Thank you, Prince Hades. Uh, good to see you, brother. Hopefully, uh. We're probably ruining your morning here with we this kind of talk. We hope you can see the stream okay, considering it's upside down. But thanks <laughs> oh, God. what do you mean it's upside down? Because it's in Australia. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh, oh, damn it! I think the carpet thing would just be little nurglings holding hands. <laughs> Not quite. Um, that would be cool though. Um, it would take more than a hundred times to clean it. I guess that's basically my question: Is the carpet clean? Times a day, perhaps. I reckon. Yeah, I wonder if like if there's like a whole thing like I, I power think that's a hundred to the power of a hundred times to clean them. That oh, one is okay. probably more accurate. Yeah, power wash. If you power washed a Ooh, um, here's a question. Nurgling. Here's a good one. How do you reckon the Death Guard would do if they were faced by Mr. Clean himself? Oh, Mr. Clean would curb stomp them. That's he's Mr. Clean. I'm just imagining the Doom music just going, do 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 do, and he just goes, and he just like clean powers everywhere, and everyone's like, oh, I'm not smelly anymore, and then he just instantly decapitates. Do you guys have the crazy Silit Bang adverts where it's like the over the top version, Silit Bang hand grenade or something like that? Oh, Peter Serafinowicz, yeah, gun, bang, bang, bang. Toilet's we, clean again. Can yeah, we just throw that guy at Typhus and just see who emerges? Like he, two, um, two men into fact, one man leaves. Fun fact, Colin, he is Pate in Dark Souls 2. Ah, good he's man. A voice actor, oh. and he's a comedian, and he has an amazing sketch series you can watch on YouTube. I'll send it to you later. And he was Darth Maul's voice actor. Is he? Is he not? In oh, the first what? film. 
Oh, in the first yeah, film, Trey Park. Mother. Trey mm. Park is Australian. I met him, and he's like, he's not. It's like it's the same. It's the thing with Siths. You get Darth Vader. He, it's um, what's his name? Who was from the from the West Country? All right, and Darth Vader. Oh, the guy who actually played Darth Vader, but then yeah, they the they redubbed his voice. Yeah. So um, Peter Serafinowicz did the voice for Darth Maul, and he had like a bunch of. There's a video on YouTube of him talking to uh, Richard Herring, and he's all like, "Oh, I got to be like." I got to do like a good few hours of dialogue and then it was like three lines and then he had to pay to go to the premiere of the film he was in in New York, I think it was. And it's like, oh. oh I think I've seen that. It's, it's sad. Dirty. Poor, poor Peter. And he's paid yeah. in Dark Souls too because he loves Dark Souls. Damn. I thought they said like, they didn't want to have famous people, did they, in Dark Souls? Just because they were like, oh, they are worried that it would overshadow mm. the voice actors. Yeah. Um, but I'm speaking of... Because he's a lovely paid. Lovely paid. Good, trustworthy man. Uh, <laughs> very trustworthy. I have no idea what you're on about. He doesn't mm. lie once to you. Uh, Empress Anne says, they clean by the purifying flames. Absolutely true. Correct. Good on you, brother. Uh, speaking of that, though, is everyone here ready for the expert section slash the full um, shmeet, shall we say, of the Death I Guard am law? I in fact, ready for that horrible thing. <laughs> the shmeet of the mouth. Death Guard law. Okay. Mm. Horrid uh, words. <laughs> so as we said uh this is kind of the morning breath of all legions um if you guys are ready for your sh i'm gonna keep saying again the shmeet of the lawn that will be gifted to uh, you you here. can say horrible things you just gotta mix them up you can't say the same thing every time I, uh, what do you mean that's exactly repeat comedy it's the same joke and that's how it's funny conan o'brien of comedy come on you can't just be like let's just do it again again Poo -poo -pee -pee. Bring it out like a very <laughs> overused udder. Like, no, stop. <laughs> An overused udder. An overused one. Speaking of overused udders, um, it's time for some creative GW writing here, because this is... Uh, so, okay, just for preference before it, we get into this, some of it is inconsistent, because multiple authors have had a go. This thing's been attacked. You know, it's been regurgitated and fed, banged, cooked again. But we, it's some. There's some really good parts of um, Death Guard lore that we will uh, deliver to you now. So the Death Guard themselves, Fourteenth Legion, um, as we said before, Smelly Boys. They're kind of known for being corrupted by Nurgle. Just absolutely disgusting. They look horrific. Even yeah, their tabletop models are pretty sick. They do. Um, if you're not particularly like you know great at painting anything like that, you just have a go at these guys. You can kind of make basically you can make anyone like feel like you've got a good grasp of painting. And their story begins in uh, the 30th millennium. This is uh, on the world called Barbarous. Now, Barbarous is kind of like if you took the work, think of where you are watching this from your country and think of the worst city you have there and then just make it a hundred times worse. This thing, yeah, this, but, <laughs> I don't want to name specific names because I feel like if, we, if there's an easy Chicago joke, Chicago. I would already say, yeah, I was I was say, say I'll do it then. <laughs> Chicago, the Chicago of all planets for the Primark. Um, I don't know what a Chicago accent is. I don't know how they'd sound, but uh, I don't know. Imagine me. Met Chicago or something. Like that. I don't know. Chicago, <laughs> you don't say Argo. People say Chicago. Who Chicago. Are wrong. It's Chicago. Chicago. Um, won't you bend my Just watch the musical <laughs> Chicago, and you can do it easy. It's fine. Uh, so. Barbarous itself is a very mountainous and craggy, but also toxin-ridden planet. It's horrific to live on. The people who do live there, their life is pretty 
ball. It it's absolutely sucks because <clears throat> the noxious gases, most of the human inhabitants that live here, the world itself has kind of regressed technology back to an era where essentially you plowing fields and they kind of have some proto armor, like powered armor, but they again it's like it's humanity at its worst. The many different crags and high places on Barbarous are all owned by these by this race called the Overlords. And the Overlords, they're described as something that was probably human a long time ago, but they made pacts with something that was possibly a dark god. We probably can guess who that is. And they turn into like twisted undead creatures. And the Overlords are very much like as you probably think of what the over the word overlord entails, they are like petty politicians, but they're also a little bit murderous. So it's a little bit, you know, a little bit of a squeeze of lemon Just on like that. Like the Necrons, <laughs> basically. Yes, they've, they've got side hobbies. Murder. They do. They do. They. Speaking of their side hobbies, um, they build things, kind of like a Warhammer fan, except they build them out of dead people, and um, mm. that's not typical of Warhammer fans. Uh, I mean, it's stop. recycling, isn't it? If there's probably one guy who's going to put in the chat, like, this is exactly what I do. Why are you calling me out? Listen, Greg, it's not about you. Um, <laughs> so the Overlords are like a disgusting undead race, and they very much prey on the normal humans of this world. Again, the whole world's full of noxious and poisonous gas. It's even worse at the height. You think it would sink, but apparently this this gas, like, just floats to the top. So the ones... It's lighter than air. So it depends on the poison you're using. Um, if it's a Some Friday night, are lighter than that, right? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, but um, it's, it's not specified which one. True, true. And so these the worst of these overlords are very cruel, and they basically fight petty wars between each other. And the worst of them live on the highest peaks. And one of them would eventually it's be battling another one. He's like having another little petty squabble, and he would one day hear this crying child in the middle of the toxic mist. He would hear a crying baby and he thought, that's odd. And he, this is where he would discover the fallen Primarch Mortarian. Uh, and Mortarian had obviously been whisked away from terror at this point. And when he found Mortarian, he didn't initially go, oh, wow, that's a child, I should help it. You know, that thing needs protection. It actually... He went, this, oh, that's annoying. This, <laughs> like oh, <laughs> yo, this is... He actually kind of did his whole, like, rub hands together and went, yo, I kind of... It's like pimp my ride where this guy went, this this was nice, but this, this <laughs> is cool. <laughs> yeah. He, he, no, it's a proper, like, you know, like, rub it like that kind of one. It's like, yeah, yeah. yo... I'm going to have me some of that. Children. And, Which is uh, a bad taste. Yeah, okay, we're, trying that. we're taking this the wrong way. Um, <laughs> he, I don't like uh, this hole we're digging. <laughs> End of quick. law. Change from law crimes to war crimes very quickly. Um, he would just find this crying child. And it was particularly weird because, first of all, this was at the layer where most humans would die. And it was also being protected by another overlord. So this overlord called Nikair, who basically killed a rival... He thought, that seems like it's a prize, that'll be mine. And he would eventually raise Mortarian up to be a... Uh, he tried to make him as cruel and as vindictive as him, trying to blacken Mortarian's heart. He had a very terrible life, that Primarch. And even though he grew and he was exceptional, um, he still was not like broken in a way such as this monster, this almost human undead creature called Nikair. Until one day, when, Mort when Mortarian, who was often sent out as like a sort of courier boy or just as basically he was thrown out to fight other overlords. As... I'm just imagining another rival Necron just going, it was rigged from the start. 
<laughs> you messed up, boy. Um, he, was a, he was a very glorified, yeah, delivery boy. Except sometimes he would he would deliver death, murder. Yeah, very much delivering death. He was sent out to fight impossible other malformed creatures created by other overlords. And every time, basically, Mortarian almost died. Um, Nikaia would just loom over him and go, "Nice try, brother." <laughs> Something and just. It's like, you know, GG Gamer, sort of a bit. He was a bit out <laughs> of touch. Call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not for you either. Get no, back up, he, asshole. Uh, uh, this would eventually breed a lot of resentment and hate in Mortarian. Uh, Nikkei was also a psyker and, uh, you know, vile sorcerer. And this would eventually lead to the day where, famously, Mortarian had had enough. And as he saw some other humans being brought up to the fortress, they were coughing and spluttering. One of them broke free from the uh, these flesh golem guards were taking them up to be basically taken to the laboratory to have some quote-unquote fun done to them um and it, one of them broke free and it was actually near the fortress of mortarian that this happened and he this other nori human he was using magic and all kinds of things as other tried to uh, escape bad touch <laughs> and um he would try uh this, this ordinary human was breaking free from the golems and he caught sight of Motarian and he basically asked for help help us and Motarian for the first time in his life actually made a choice for himself and so he basically leaped off this uh fortress and he had this sort of like cool like pepper box gun and he started firing into these flesh golems and he freed the first human um ever from Nikair's sort of grip and this human was called uh Kalas Typhon. Unfortunately, this oh, guy is gonna come up again. This is a big, Boo. big this is a big sad sad moment in the chat for this bad boy here because this guy would ruin everything. This is the this is the friend you made in uni who you're just like he's, he's not quite Erebus, yeah. but he's not far off. He's like, oh I want to punch you almost as hard in the face. Just a little he's bit less. just a bit less. Like, I'll error. punch you in the face and I'll kick Erebus in the nuts. Like that's the the scale we're on right now. That, that's the hierarchy. Pretty, yeah. This this guy. So they would both kind of as you as you do when you um, basically commit anarchy and rebellion. They'd run off together, holding hands down the mountain. <laughs> so, well, not quite like that. It was a lot cooler. <laughs> and they would reach the first human village that Mortarian would ever see. And it's quite a cool moment where Mortarin hears music for the first time and he, he sees all these normal people living and he kind of goes, damn, I missed out on so much. Um, you know, he never went to college, never had his first party, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> Not really. Um, and as they were in this village, Mortarian essentially decides to save the people of Barbarus. They, like him, had been you know, tortured, enslaved, broken and used as tools. And he had had enough. So Mortarian says, I'm going to basically, you know, it's all, you know, he's he's taking control. He's like, this is a weird reference. I don't know. In my head, I thought, it's like Dana White, he's uniting the UFC. But in the, okay. like, it's nowhere near. Oh, wait, hold on. Who's, who's Joe Rogan in this analogy? Come on. Lost. Joe Rogan is not here yet <laughs> because this is later. For no reason, better that not was be in my the head. emperor. That's not going to work. <laughs> no idea why Dana White. Dana White is not Mortarian, by the Maybe way. Maybe he's Malkador. <laughs> Maybe he's Malkador. But like, kind of looks like him. To be fair, um, so uh, Mortarian would join with the people. He'd grab a scythe um, from you know the his iconic weapon, essentially from the fields, and he would start helping the people. 
immediately they basically get attacked by another overlord like one of the petty ones and Matarian kills his first overlord and in that sort of moment where all these people who've been afraid of them and they be, they lived in like little villages where they kind of had to hide at night from the monster that lived in the smoke that came out they would actually see him as a symbol of hope and that would be the formation of the death guard which their symbol i believe is the setting or rising sun with the skull on it sort of basically showing that death comes to them every day and as no so this is the first proper formation of the death guard it's actually just a human sort of contingent they would take their knowledge um and training from mortarian and they'd build like proto power armor and or sort of very rustic things but things that would help them fight within the toxic mist you know the things that they've been afraid of for so long and they would go to battle and this would begin the barbarous war which takes it's not specified how long this is but this is like supposedly either like a cup like a decade or a few years yeah there is a a through line with every story in warhammer you never know exactly how i I was listening to uh, the the first twice dead king book again today and it was like oh he's in prison for uh, several years i'm like uh, unless you explicitly mention it it's really difficult to gauge for a lot of these stories in 40k because again the stakes are some characters can live for a thousand plus years it's like oh 100 years and oh that was quick one paragraph i I'd, I'd think it might not have been too long since cast typhon was still able to be turned to a space mm. marine uh, at this point, oh, like, yeah. everyone, it's really funny because like they start to everyone like falls in love with Mortarians. Like everyone loves Raymond. Man, that's gonna be an old reference now. Um, everyone's like, oh, Mortarian, he's kind of a little bit spooky looking, but they all are on Barbarous. They're all a bit emaciated, but they sort of look to him as like, oh my god, my savior. And then they look to their like their right, and there's Kalas Typhon, and everyone can see he's kind of half Overlord, half human, so his skin's a little wa- even more waxy and discussing and everyone even now everyone just hates him <laughs> I just, the thing is I just yes, they should. This, this is like a really small gripe but as a man who likes to wear a beard on many occasions he's one of the few space marines with a beard and he lets the side down it's like we don't have dwarfs that's already an l for us as warhammer 40k fans and he's like i've got a big beard and i'm a this, dick this, oh this, this giving us a bad name right by the leaks of votan I, yeah, I they're recent. They're, I mean, like forty k. Who has, who has a beard? Like thirty k. Thirty k. Who's got a beard? That's a good point. People put in the chat. Who has beard? Bath Iran. That's the only character. Lehman doesn't have a beard. Space wolves. Oh, like, space space wolves is like all yeah. beard. Space wolves. Yeah, but then Fafnir Iran, and that's everyone. That's a good point. I'm. Oh, more beard, more beard for the beard boys. Although I do like that Imperial Fist captain who has the big mustache. I'm like, yes, more of that, please. In the the recent, uh, he's like the Praetorian with the big sword, and he's in the trailer for Horus Heresy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I know the yeah. Um, that guy's mustache one. was cool. So the big, uh, what's it called? Uh, not Cyberpunk. The uh, handlebar. Oh, the the whisk, like proper whiskey. Like the, one, the big, yeah. the big one. Yeah, yeah. That that. Damn, the lion also more beard. He has oh like, yeah. yeah, and the lion's bringing up the standards like, yes, more beards, please. Thank Sorry, you, Devin a... Griffin, yeah. for a good point there. And uh, so this would begin the barbarous war, and essentially because I do love how this is said in the books, because the overlords are so petty, they can't unite together because they hate each other so much. They are very much like proper politicians, and they're <laughs> like, listen, I hate you so much but you're worse <laughs> and like it's like i could help but you're worse 
and um, they sort of the death guards sort of take them on one by one. They sort of go into the mists and hunt them down, and eventually they fight all the way back to only one overlord remaining, which is Nikair, Matarian's adoptive foster father slash you know tormentor. And the this is dick. yeah, that pretty much the the absolute worst of them, and. This is when they eventually try. They had Nakaya is at the very highest mountain, so this is even tougher. They try and they try like a first attempt, and it goes horribly wrong because there's just Mortarin, who's this hulking mass, and then there's like ordinary humans going, "Bro, I can't keep up." You know, it's like your friend who cycles all the time, and then someone they say like, "Do you want to go for a cycle ride?" And they just give you the worst. Like it's a full mountain, and you're like, you hate them by ten minutes in, and. Mortarian is held back by the normal humans and the, basically the Death Guard. So they go back, have a round two, but this is sort of where they meet the Emperor. Uh, I won't go into too much detail because it's more Mortarian's story rather than the Death Guard. But essentially it ends up with Mortarian trying again, sort of making a bet with the Emperor that he... Or maybe not, not really a bet, but making a deal that if he a wins... Wager, I suppose. Yeah, if he, if he manages to kill Nakair the Death Guard and the people of Barbarids are free from the Imperium. They don't have to be in compliance. They're basically fine. They can live life as they want. Which Mortarian, unfortunately, fails and the Emperor has to save his life. And this means that the Death Guard and those of Barbarous are now part of the Imperium. So, good old Morty here. The Trade one very one for another. For, for him, he's very much... He's not happy because he thinks he failed his people. Which, he, I mean... Kind of did. Let's just be honest. Um, he kind of absolutely ruined it. You know what I mean? He, he messed he it up. He did try. Yeah. <laughs> this Sometimes is, your best no is participation medal in 40k. <laughs> like, like, you tried. You tried. <laughs> you hey, look, sometimes your best isn't enough. We it's do try our lesson, best. But, you know. To quote is. the um, the uh, 21st century philosopher's Lincoln Park, but in the end, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't even, even matter. matter. Morty, <laughs> Morty, no. Morty, I'm going to walk up to the castle and try to fight Nakair. Oh, oh, my breath, my lungs. And I'm an, as I'm an asthmatic. I'm a card-carrying asthmatic man. <sighs> and I'm going to have a go at Mortarian for having weak lungs. Do they give you <laughs> license cards? I didn't know that. Damn, they give you cards and everything. Okay, well, I know. That's the inhaler. Um, but essentially, Death Guard now, they are part of the Imperium. And Mortarian himself, he would be gifted as his ascension as a proper Primarch. Um, he'd be gifted the Dusk Raiders. whoop de hoo Because the Dusk Raiders are probably... I mean, he doesn't deserve them, let's be honest. The Dusk Raiders so are a, the 14th Legion that were founded upon Terror. And... They had won much honours and glory during the Great Crusade at this point. Obviously, as Colin mentioned earlier, they're kind of renowned for their how they earned their moniker, which was that they would essentially attack when the light was failing, and then it'll be an all-out shock assault. And many sort of famous um, legionaries who we'll mention in a bit um, are also part of this legion. They're all from Terror as well. But Mortarian, as he is gifted a legion, he sort of goes, listen... I like that dish, but it's not my favorite dish. He's he wants he wants that Eastern European, you know, proper hard boiled onion soup gruel. He wants it exactly how he wants it. So he begins to mold the legion uh, into his own sort of image and the way and the traditions of barbarous. So the Death Guard themselves, who are 
who at the time were basically just normal humans in power armor fighting undead creatures in mists. The youngest of them, slash the ones who are still of age, will then be elevated into Astartes, one such as um, Vorux, as also our friend Typhon. Again, uh, L's for Typhon because he's a disgusting human being and deserves everything he got. Ooh, uh, his <laughs> beard's a bad name. L. Yeah. He he's a we we despise him on law crimes. His official statement of law crimes. Um, I definitely think he could be hosed down and cleaned like a carpet. <laughs> In my opinion, that's going to keep coming up. Um, and so many of them would undergo the process of becoming space marines. The dust raiders themselves would be renamed into the death guard, and the original like sort of human death guard. You know, the ones that were too old, or they had both like men and women. They would essentially be left on Barbarus to sort of you know take care of the planet. And many of the traditions that were born in the Death Guard were also brought into the Legion Death Guard. So they had the traditional uh, Motarin. After a victory, they would drink a poison chalice um, to sort of remind themselves that they're basically testing themselves and life every day. So they always challenge themselves. Um, it's the other weirdest tradition. What I was reading about that, I was like, why? What is the point? It was originally well, the the original version of it was. It was before they made the ascent on Nikaea's fortress, and essentially these guys have been basically. Has anyone here seen The Great Escape? You guys watched the film The Great Escape? Um, you just well, ask yeah. if I've seen a movie. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Yeah. For people who are listening, Colin doesn't watch films ever. No, <laughs> just look at me, your face. You the, last, the, the last one I saw in theaters was Oppenheimer, I think. Well, like, can I, That's can pretty I, recent. Can yeah, I, but before. Can I briefly mention a comment that tickled me um, because of the asthma thing I mentioned? We've got um, Dan. We go from pancreas no work to lungs barely work. I think that's my new. <laughs> I even take lung steroids <sighs> every day. Lungs barely. That's my new name. Lungs barely work. Lungs okay. barely work. What's your? You're gonna let them roast out? you like that? What, what's your thing? What's my thing? Um, yeah. What's broken I, with you? Oh, everything. <laughs> Why do you think we make Warhammer content? <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So Drink the actual the, the poison tradition came about where it's sort of like in the film from The Great Escape where they kind of brew vodka in prison. They essentially were brewing up a alcohol and then Mortarin was like, that's pretty good. Now give me the raw stuff. And they're like, huh? And they were like, we're not ready for that. We're not. And then they all had, like, the humans had a taste of it. And they basically went, <laughs> like, they basically, like, couldn't hack it. And that's kind of where the tradition was born from, where they were basically essentially drinking poison, like, 100% ethanol at that point. And they were like, we survived, but barely, we did you know, it. we did it, boys. Reminds and me that, uh, uh, go ahead, it was, like a, it was like a Persian noble who uh, kept, uh, he, like, he would take, he would sl like microdose poison to build up an immunity, and then uh, uh, and then when the Romans came a knocking, he uh, tried to poison himself to kill himself so the Romans couldn't get him. Except he built up um, an immunity to poison. Didn't did do that as well? I, 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 no, I think they tried. I don't know if he did it, but they I, tried, I know they tried to poison him work. and they shot him and ditched him in the river. But I feel like he drank little bits of poison gradually so that when he was poisoned he didn't die and then they were like it's a miracle but really it was like no he was preparing for an assassination attempt <laughs> i think i know which uh which guy you're talking about colin but um the name escapes me but like there's other traditions on the death guard like 
their way of war, their weapons, like the scythe, that was all essentially made into like the new Death Guard. So they're a full legion, and there are some like notable legionaries here. So there's Nathaniel Garrow. Um, this is our main boy. Nathaniel Garrow is an absolute chad, and we appreciate him greatly. I think uh, Annie did a video on him not long ago, didn't you? I done two. He's, he's uh, all right. He's all right. Oh no! What? From his books, he's an actual Chad. Um, he's fantastic. <laughs> he's he's a cool. He's cool. And um, as I thought, you mentioned earlier, Kalas Typhon, who would eventually become the first captain. Yeah. And obviously, I should mention now, also a very good friend of Mortarion. So they actually are friends. Mortarion does have friends, as much as people think he doesn't. Um, Kaifa Morag, who is the I think the equerry of Mortarion later. Yep. Uh, Vorux, who would become. A future sort of uh, 40k uh, death lord slash um, master sort of his own um, not chapter. So the Lords of Silence he leads? Yes, yeah, on the Lords of Silence books. Really good books. Um, Ignatius Grugel is also another name that has to be mentioned. The commander will... of the second company. This will be uh, this will be mentioned earlier. Oh, someone just put, um, Devin Griffith said there was a Chinese emperor that drank mercury. No, I wonder how that would go. Correct. He, uh, he, I believe he thought it was the uh, secret to eternal life. And when his court tried to tell him he's being an idiot, uh, he had them executed. And he said, secret to bop. eternal sleep. Not very, uh, <laughs> listen, there's not imp- improve, was it adapt, approve, overcome. He did get this eternal is, life in a way because I remember that story. <laughs> in a way. Um, so many of like, the notable legionaries are. Or, you know, they're kind of prominent at this time. And then Mortarion is part of the um, Imperium of Man. Death Guard is all united with Primarch. The many recruits from Barbarous are now flooding into the uh, Death Guard. There's no Norterran uh, recruits. And the Legion is united. It's like, you know, big celebration. And they think, how do we perfectly celebrate the unification of Primarch, Legion, and Tactics? Um, they go on a hunt slash war. They basically think there's no other way to celebrate. And this would begin their first ever compliance with the infamous Lords of Galaspar Empire. Now, for people who are listening, they might hear some similarities about the Lords of uh, Galaspar here. The Lords of Galaspar was essentially a ruling dynasty, like fascistic empire that had people operate, like people below them didn't even have numbers. They were just all slave castes. And they basically had, when your life was at an end, working in horrific factories or in army as slave soldiers, you basically were turned into protein paste. And I think you can kind of guess where, like, that's very reminiscent of, which is mostly the modern 40k Imperium. Corpse starch. They very much turn into tasty treats. Um, It was a horrific life, and the people, they didn't even have names. Most humans didn't have names on the world. They just were ruled by the... Lords of Galaspar. It's kind of a weird, um, like or- Orwellian dictatorship thing, where like they they propaganda in these planets constantly blast like twenty four seven. It is horrifically annoying, um, but that's not why they had to be defeated. Um, because being annoying is not a crime, even though Warhammer uh, can be <laughs> like that sometimes. I don't know. I feel like being annoying should be a crime for certain social media influencers. Like, I, I arrest keep... that person. They're social crime. Annoying. People who bother Get me them. should be put to death. Yeah, that's that's not a held position of law crimes. That is, in fact, it, it's a we are not supporting two thirds of law, law crimes currently. I don't know. Two thirds of law crimes wish to execute people. Okay, 
Um, so, <laughs> someone said, just so don't be annoying, and there's no issue. Uh, someone just put yeah. so that's you described. So basically, it sounds like modern day Britain. <laughs> Not quite. Um, we still we still have elections, but the rest is all the same. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's one coming up. I, every... know. I, I moved to the UK last year and I, it just seems like, oh, so and so's in charge. And I'm like, I oh, didn't have okay. anything to do with I mean, uh, our elections are every like five years. It feels like forever. Also, we've had like four prime ministers in five years. Dude, yeah. shout out to that <sighs> lady who quit after like 30 minutes or whatever. Oh, she she lasted 40 days and there was like a whole thing in the news about how there, she, and a, a lettuce com- outlasted her. There's a comedian I know on the circuit who has a, a bit where he says about like Liz Truss became the first, the 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 shortest serving, comedian, uh, shortest serving prime, prime minister in the UK, and so and so was the second. At least he had the good decency to die. He's like, yeah, <laughs> that 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 makes sense. He died while he was serving, so like he had an excuse, but still. Uh, someone says, where's the jacked Lil fella? Eli is not able, able to make this episode, unfortunately, he heard, today. We were talking about Death Guard, and he refused to be it, He could smell this from a mile away. Um, <laughs> he will be the next one, don't worry, boys. Uh, as I was saying, though, so the Lords of Galaspar, basically, essentially what the modern 40k Imperium would turn out to be, it was a small pocket empire, and they're all... Much of the Imperium was like, how are we going to do this? Because they seem incredibly powerful. And Mortara and the Death Guard bent. So they went, that sounds cool. How about we do it instead of 10 years? Let's do it in a day. So they basically basically launched meteors with rockets attached to the back at their capital. And they just hid behind them all the way until they rocketed down and they showered them over the planet. And essentially they were going straight for the head and they were trying to take off the Lords of Galaspar. And it begins this sort of incredibly... Uh, like rough and uh, brutal battle where the Death Guard fight besides Mortarin for the first time and they're making their way through these layers of this defense where every time in the book it peeks back to the Lords of Galaspar, they're basically going, this is impossible! This shouldn't happen because it's basically breaking their psyche that something could challenge them. And they eventually do... The Death Guard have a really... There's some cool scenes in this book where it shows you their tactics. So one moment the Galasparian like slave armies like launching towards the Death Guard and then suddenly like artilleries of poison clouds just launch upon them and the Death Guard just run through their own poison clouds and then just start <laughs> hacking um, the soldiers who are choking down and Mortarians like with them. So it's actually quite a cool uh, story and it, it basically ends up with Mortarian capturing the Lords of Galaspar. He executes them and... The reason it was so, this one was chosen as Mortarian's like first adventure slash first Death Guard, you know, Legion battle was because he kind of saw many similarities between the Overlords and the Lords of Galaspar, like kind of tyrants, and he hated it. Mortarian's got a bit of a complex. And when they leave, in fact, only a year later, Horus and Sanguinius, so, you know, his brothers come to him, they kind of talk about this is no victory, this massive war, because. Mortarian technically eliminated the Lords of Galaspar and like, oh, he killed the tyrants and the Death Guard fought well, but they essentially didn't build anything to replace it. I think even Sanguinius and Horus say like, you cut off one thing with an overwhelming power only for one other, you know, basically an overwhelming power was killed by another overwhelming power. You didn't really do anything. You just replaced it. Uh, the egg, the, the, the egg didn't kill um, the overlords, unfortunately, but maybe Eli. Um, 
but it kind of would show you how the death card operate in a way in which they are very much Horace perfectly describes it as very obviously on the nose but they're like they are the reaper's scythe i think then even Horace comments like you need to be sometimes the one who sows the grain not just reap the scythe too you need to build things in their place um but that's kind of how the death guard would operate so much of the great crusade they would often be an overwhelming force that would annihilate enemies oh yeah go ahead andy i would i would say there's a great quote from ferris manus who was like oh there's like no one i would want to fight less than the death guard because they were like they are just ruthless and annoying bastards is is something like that he's just like no like my my death guard video i start with the quote from ferris because it's like there's no one I'd rather not fight than the Death yeah. God, and no one I'd rather have with me than the Death God, because they are just difficult to deal with. They high are incredibly... Ri- okay, sorry? Let's just say high praise for Mr. Iron Hands. Mr. Iron yeah, Hands. The, the, for the, the Iron Hands. The legendarily hands. difficult to impress one was like, yeah, no thanks. No thanks. I don't want to deal I'm with that. I'm good. Yeah, they, they are incredibly resilient. They're known to endure toxins way beyond other Astartes, and they are particularly ruthless. Although many in the Legion, such as the Terrans, were very much not happy with the direction. But they were like, eh, it kind of is what it is. We're still building, you know, the Great Crusade slash Imperium of Man, so it's okay. We'll live. And we'll we'll make it. It's all right, boys. And this would continue for centuries, and this would be the Great Crusade, Mortarion and the Death Guard fighting. They would be often sent to the outskirts, I, I guess it's because obviously they weren't really a good symbol for the Imperium, so they're kind of sent to fight the more horrific stuff. Um, but this was all kind of building to another event in the Death Guard history, which was uh, the ascension of Horus, the War Master, um, would be an event where you know the galaxy sort of Imperium changed. Now they're all the Emperor's gone back to Terror, but the Death Guard themselves, they're kind of like ah, we basically have to impress Horus now. And then after this would be the Edict of Nikea. The Death Guard themselves don't actually have any psychers within the Legion. And you're probably thinking, this well, you might be thinking earlier, isn't that Callus Typhon guy who basically Mortarian say, didn't he use some psychic stuff earlier when they escaped Nicare and stuff? Yeah, he did. Um, he's also a psyker, but it was one of the things where they didn't want to talk about it, him and Mortarian, and even many other psychers within the Legion, they were sort of shunted off to Callus Typhon. They're basically like, hush, hush, bro, we don't really want to mention it. It's kind of like a shameful secret. It'll be like one of the guys saying they did something disgusting in a night out once, and they're just like, don't ever mention it again, please, brothers. Um, but hey man, it happens. Some it happens. Rough. Happens the best of us. Sometimes you, you wake up on a bin and you don't know how. Um, not relatable. And um, very much this had all built up to the Eat of Ikea, which was a, a big event in Imperial history where essentially headed by Mortarion and the Death Guard and the Space Wolves, they wanted to get rid of all psychers within their legions, because they were like, that, that crap is disgusting, my dude. That really grinds my gears. That's just awful. They hate psychic powers. The only time they ever see it is basically related to, like, Nicare and the Overlords. They were psychers. They were tyrants. Psychers are used as, you know, powerful machine, you know, weapons of war. People can't be trusted. Uh, they would succeed, though, and poor old Magnus would get himself slapped up silly, and they would lose the ah. right to use psychic powers in the legions. Nerd. But then, L. But then, L. So then, uh, L. Yeah, big L after this. Um, someone said you have to have a very high IQ to understand Mortarion. Um, kind of. Shut, shut up. He he is the definition of um, 
what's the thing like something on their shoulders isn't it it's like he's got a a chip on his shoulder he's very much I, the definition I, of chip on his shoulder did you, did you not get what that was referencing no i didn't sorry i'm just... and morty joke oh god although can i can i show off a piece of artwork i've just i'm so lame <laughs> for a martarian and us you Ooh, can share would, uh, share please with the do. crowd there we go <laughs> i i don't know what to make of that it's beautiful it Thank is you. beautiful and yet horrific also like the death god disgustingly beautiful okay <laughs> for, for you who are listening only to the audio um switch on the cap watch it now <laughs> but uh essentially though uh so yeah death god big w they got rid of all psychers now and they continue the great crusade this is when the next kind of event would hit them where horus good old horus lupercal favored son of the emperor would come to them and they'd be horus would say to mortarian I need you, bro, because I've got some... I'm moving next week, and I need you to come help me move stuff, essentially. Um, and by I think moving, in... <laughs> I murder my dad. Yeah, by moving, can you move this old git off of the old golden throne? Because <laughs> he's not meant to be there. Um, but in all seriousness, he says to uh, Mortarian and the Death Guard, essentially, um, that the Emperor is a psycho. He's lied about the warp. There are things in there the emperor's going to turn himself into a god you're not you know the death god are not in the future they're going to be torn down forgotten like so many other primarchs he's basically going to kill you all he's going to hand over the imperium to little old normal humans you know weak humans that get ill and stuff so you can tell mortarian who was very and the death god very much a yeah no that's not going to happen uh no and obviously, Mortarian always having a chip on his shoulder since failing to sort of save his Death Guard and his uh, Legion on Bar or his men on Barbarus from joining the Imperium. He's always hated the Emperor, so he kind of went, "All right, boys, it's you know where you know it's Fortnite where are we landing because he's about to land um, some heavy blows on the Imperium." And this would begin the first act of betrayal, so the kind of opening stages of the you know the massive Horus Heresy. Uh, good old Isvan three. The sort of not the quite the bigger number one, but this is also a bit of a spicy dish. Isvan three would be where the Death Guard would purge themselves of all of the legionaries whose loyalty to the Emperor was way too much. It was a bit too much, you know. They were like, mm, not happy with that. A bit too, not enough. See, I like this. This is this is Mortarian, but this is better, and this is Emperor. They were like, we need to be. <sighs> There was... are no unions in the Adept and the Legiones of Stardis. <laughs> no. Well, funny enough, there was one technically called the Warrior Lodge, <laughs> which was there was uh... a Warrior Lodge. It's not really a union. I guess it is a union. I didn't really think about that. I guess. Um, yeah. Fortunately, it's a union oh. on the side of hell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for people it's listening, union. the <laughs> the Warrior Lodges. Uh, the next layer of this iceberg of the Warrior Lodges were that uh, it was a group sort of started by good old our friend Erebus and. Um, also helped by a good old Typhon here, and it was in a way for a legionary to meet within the legion, and they basically would sort of have a hangout, and they could not have their rank, you know, get in the way of things. It basically was like a nice night with the boys. It's a nice gentleman's I mean. but it, club. It was a gentleman's club that turned into oh, we've kind of got some secrets going, and also we're spreading some funky ideas. Um, 
it's kind of a weird you know like some it was a bit like incelly sort of things or go you know like that, that's the kind of vibe it had and then oh no uh, this would be this would be well that's the kind of way it went and then it would get spread nurgle pilled bros oh, get no. nurgle pilled bro bro what are you saying where's your bugatti and um he would this was spread throughout the legions and it was sort of a testing ground to see who was more emperor so who would which funny enough mo- more of the most of the terrans were a little bit more loyal to the emperor than they were mortarian who you know it was their primarch but they weren't as huge a fan isfahan three the loyalist elements would be sent to the world and essentially be blown up and hunted down by the death guard leaving the legion quote-unquote pure and they would now be ready to start the proper horus heresy uh this would then lead on to good old isfahan five the massacre uh, I won't go into too much detail on that because basically the Death Guards end up fighting salamanders and other kind of things, but they didn't really do much. And yeah, so <laughs> after that, <laughs> it's not really much. Or the free chapter, the free chapter, uh, the free legions that became the like least represented in forty. Yeah, the free chapters no one cares about except for the salamanders. They didn't. <laughs> there wasn't much story progression. They were just kind of like a force to battle um, on Isfahan Five. I will. And say then. That. Guys, guys, okay. I will say it's. I don't think it's. It, it wasn't explicitly stated, but I, I will defend the salamanders here. It was a the theory that since you know, like fighting chaos, since they're beings made of emotion, like guns are less effective than like swords and whatnot because it's like more personal than just the end of a gun. So, and I think yeah. I, like the theory goes that because the salamanders are so good with fire, it's like the it's a legion of cleansing flames that would be really good at chaos, which is why they uh, were targeted first. Which I don't know, I'm that's just, just like, I think, like a fan theory, though, but that was just like, eh, Salamanders are I'm cool. just a bit bitter that the Salamanders had so many books in the Horus Heresy series, and none of them are particularly good. It's like, <laughs> oh, God pain. damn it. So much pain. Um, but speaking of something that isn't a good part of a book, um, I, Andy's going <laughs> to quickly dip out for a second here. I will mention though, uh, which was Prospero. Um, Prospero was the homeworld of uh, Magnus and the Thousand Sons. Uh, it's kind of looked like a bit of paste right now. It was blown up, absolutely destroyed. Blue. And but this is in the wake of this was destroyed by the Space Wolves. And on Prospero, Mortarin and the Death Guard would confront Jagatai Khan, and they basically went, "Yo, bro, you want to?" you know want to join up hop in join us you know want to be part of the traitors club because they are very much at this point the death guard are realizing oh man we're going to destroy the evil emperor get rid of all the psychers and they look to their left and to their right and they're going oh my god we're surrounded <laughs> they, by psychers they, and they, they, they saw chaos. the world leaders who were uh going a little bit nuts and then they looked over to the word bearers who were summoning demons left right and center they're like i think we picked and the, the emperor's team. children who were huffing people like yeah. <laughs> snorting people in dust um and, and jagadai at that point like and he, he had like no real clue what was going on because he would always no jagadai had no idea what was happening he, he, and... he just knew <laughs> things were exploding that probably shouldn't be exploding he uh he was surprised to see mortarian and it was also a calculated plan by mortarian to he basically wanted to uh speak to jagadai to basically say i need an ally in this sort of traitor fight and you know jagatai you don't like the emperor too and jagatai went yeah but you're worse <laughs> and it would end up with a death guard 
sort of fighting with um, the White Scars for a bit. And it was sort of rivalry between these uh, two legions that would go on to be problems. Um, for Mortarion and the Death Guard next, they would have a small contingent fight in the uh, Battle of Dwell, which was another thing we'll probably tackle later. Um, it's like a sort of smaller campaign. And also on the world of Moloch, where um, on Moloch, it will be the first time that Mortarion would sort of his idea excuse me, his ideas about the Legion slash, and also this uh, Horus Heresy would start to change him. So Mortarion in secret was starting to learn about sorcery. And you're probably going, why would he do that? The Mr. Hates or Sorcery. His excuse was that he's Legion and he had previously had interactions with demons, quote unquote demons. So he thought, if I can understand demons, just me, not my Legion, I'll take the, you know, the fall for it. I'll, I'll endure the, the, the disgusting um, things. But if I learn about demons, I can better protect myself and the Legion from them. Not realizing that him relying on this weapon and tool would eventually, you know, lead him down the road to hell. Yeah. I'm just imagining Big E being like, we do not negotiate with the Emeterium. <laughs> uh, something Ezekiel Abdon said, I think Prospero was one of the coolest looking planets in 30k. It's really, I mean, it it's... They've in the Thousand Suns book the way it's described is like a proper utopia, and then it makes it extra. Um, sorry, it makes it more tragic that when it's blown up and like all the innocent people are like space wolfed, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it makes it more <laughs> tragic that the quote unquote most intelligent Primarch turned his brain off for uh, oh, quite some time. Pain. It was so pain. Um, someone said looks at comrade. Um, Paul Rock, leave, leave Conrad Kerr's alone. He's had enough. <laughs> he's, I, he he's deserves it. He made, he made statues out of people. I think he deserves all of the shit coming towards him. He did make a meat statue, to be fair. I, yeah, when you make a meat statue, you've lost all right to be upset at criticism. <laughs> when you've lost a meat, that, that was the line, the meat statue. I mean, he's the greenest of all the Primarchs, at least. The greenest? Oh, yeah. I don't, Recycling. Oh. Uh, um, well, yeah, speaking that's because that's because <laughs> litter is a crime, and he would flay you alive for that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, He's yeah, very stringent with that. Um, speaking of more crimes, though, uh, Mortarion would commit his commit his first crime by summoning the demon slash uh, possessed body of a previous Death Guard captain called Ignatius Grugor, which had, I think, it was the Life Eater virus trapped within him, basically a Nurgle Ooh. demon thing, and. The way he would summon this, actually, by he, he Mortarion very reluctantly killed his Death Shroud Elite Terminator Guard as a sacrifice to bind this demon to his control. He, he sees it as like a kind of sacrifice for the Legion to understand this power and bind it to him, but he, again, like, killed seven of his sons. And also yeah, the Death Shroud, by the way, his Elite Terminator Guard, they don't talk. So it was like, there, even if one of them survived, he couldn't some... say anything. Way, though. Of his death shroud and became a loyalist. Uh, what was his name? Let me just check my phone. Oh, it's like another Kaifa. Uh, his name was Korak. K H O R A K. He became Kaifa's uh... Kane, the uh, the death guard, as we all know. Um, famously got away. <laughs> no, that's that's fake law, though. Don't. Nah, he, he, <laughs> he escaped and he was like, I don't agree with this, and he just escaped and he's like, Oh, I'm a death shroud, and I'm now going to be one of the uh, the, uh, the 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 guys who are like, Oh, we're not loyalists or traitors. We're we're in the middle. We're uh, too cool. We're grey Jedi, essentially. Yeah. 
Um, someone says, um, the algorithm definitely pushes carpet power washing to me on a daily base basis. Some of the best videos out there. Thank you, my dude. I appreciate that. <laughs> Listen, I promise this is the thing. We're going to, someone's going to watch this. We're going to watch it. I just stream. don't get it. We I believe you. We I just won't join face. you in this. Cruising. It's ASMR. I swear you okay. enjoy it. Everyone, everyone's got their niche thing they're into. True. We're, all, we're into World Warhammer fans. That's yeah. yeah. Um, Speaking of niche, well, not really a niche thing, uh, good old, um, oh, I think I'm going to, do you want to reset the loop, Andy, <laughs> just for the video? Uh, we, 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 we have an hour loop, for people longer. who are looking on, we have an hour loop of, of nice background lore, so if you're wondering, hang on a minute, <laughs> pretend there's all magic, I will start again. So uh, we begin, so we continue on with uh, Moloch. Moloch is where uh, Mortarin would essentially summon this demon and it would essentially help them conquer the planet. Moloch is very well defended by the Imperium, lots of night houses on it. And Mortarin and Death Guard would land. They'd basically be put behind this forest and the Imperial defenders are like, nothing can get through the forest. You know, how the hell would they ever clear a path? So Mortarin sent the demon Were to basically... French? I mean, they didn't resurrender yet, but... um. They, <laughs> Motarian sent Ignatius Grugor, the demon, in like a rhino, like ahead of the army, and it would basically his his corruption would clear a path through the forest. Eventually, the Death Guard and Motarian would see Horus um, on the in the planet's capital of Lupercalia. Horus would famously walk through the uh, warp portal and then emerge seconds later as the proper War Master Horus, corrupted by chaos and as powerful as the Emperor. Mortarian uh, and the Death Guard kneel because they kind of go, oh my god, that's the scariest thing I've ever seen. And also they think that's a... Well, in their mind, the way I rationalized it was they go, now that's a guy who's got chaos and turned it into the perfect tool. So they kind of go, that's the that's the ideal. Um, but also it's not. It's, it's a very weird moment where you kind of think, why did Mortarian kneel? He's not really a kneeler. That's kind of his whole thing is he was against kneeling to the Emperor, but Again, different writers. Um, but that would be Moloch. And this was kind of semi-early on in the Horus Heresy. And as we get a little bit further in the Horus Heresy, um, it gets worse. Surprising. Uh, Mortarian would begin to quote-unquote experiment with warp stuff. So he made like weird grenades and things. Again, a lot of it was kept from the Legion. Or if they saw parts of it, they kind of didn't really understand what was going on. Uh, He'd hush them up, like, no, don't worry about it. Don't don't talk about it. Don't worry. And it would, um, I mean, at some points as well, like, to be fair, Mortarian himself, it says many times he would uh, do the experiment, and then he would just smash up the laboratory because he was so annoyed and, like, disgusted by what he was seeing. But then eventually he would get, his curiosity would come back. as like, oh, maybe I need to, you know, I need to investigate. Um, but this would eventually build up to a battle, slash, uh, another confrontation with the White Scars, the White Scars have been running rings around everyone, but at this point they'd finally been sort of curtailed and pushed in a little bit, and they'd been surrounded. Um, Motarin joins up with uh, elements from the Emperor's children. He looks at them, and they're like, that's disgusting. Like, my god, that guy has got multicolored nostril hairs. Like, and it's just, it's just the weirdest combo. Ugh. His skin is all wax and his whole body is like formed to look like someone being flayed. It's like, it's, it's weird. It gets funky in Warhammer. And um, essentially they agree to 
basically take on the Khan and the rest of the White Scars fleet because they have no escape. And so Mortarion and the Death Guard pummel towards them. It's this massive, like, sort of open naval battle. But the only problem is they're all, like, confident, the Emperor's children, so they race on ahead. So it's kind of separating. It's kind of showing you how the traitors... Even at this point, the legions can't really work together. They, they continue to be terrible at cooperation. They're just like, I'm just doing it myself. I'm like, you idiots work yeah. together. And they're like, nah, it's not my thing. I've got it's def- stars, isn't it? It's very much like, um, I, there's, it reminds me of that joke I heard. It's not, I don't know if I'll tell it correctly, but it reminds me of like the three cannibals, no, four cannibals they applied to work at a job. And they, the guy hiring manager says, okay, fine, you can work here as long as you don't eat anyone. And they're like, oh, of course, no problem, no problem. And then months go by, and eventually the manager says, have you guys seen the janitor? He's gone missing, like we can't find him. And then the, the, he brings in the four cannibals. They're like, no, no, we, we haven't seen anyone. I don't know. It's, it's Hi, like... the, the, the hiring manager goes outside, and then the four cannibals go, they turn to one guy, and they go, I can't believe you did that. Listen, we've been eating the CEOs, the HR department, and now you finally eat someone they're going to miss. Like, <laughs> so so to, to, to condense it, it's like if, if Colin was an ultramarine and I was an Imperial Fist and we were defending so far, I'm just like, Astartes together, strong. And that's, <laughs> that's the loyalist ethos. Just done. Uh, but yeah, they were not strong because the elements of the Legion, they just couldn't really pull their finger out of their arse and like, put their petty egos aside fine off that's a bit of a theme and work together uh, eventually the white scars would open up a portal behind them basically into the webway it's an absolute they were not the traces were not expecting it. it's like oh crap so they rush on ahead uh but mortarin kind of catches up to uh Jagatai's flagship he teleports on and there's nothing there he's like it's pretty empty i don't get what's going on and as we said earlier the sagian mazar the kind of the death you know the the marked for dead white scars all hundred of them just basically jump off the top roof and they basically go for an rko sort of thing they do and the they ba- yeah the king thing they just go for jagatai and they just run in yeah ah get them and they have they have no chance because it's mortarin and his death his new death shroud funny enough he kind of got rid of the old ones wonder where that went um didn't sweep under the carpet properly um but he would eventually confront the um Sagan mazar they died heroically. They basically, and the flagship of the White Scars would be sacrificed, and but the White Scars would get away. Am, I think. Am I remembering a bit where I think Mortarion's looking down at maybe Shibu or one of the other White Scars, and he's like, "You've all failed." He's he laughing, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, they're all there." It was said Mortarion could all hear them, and the Death Guard they could hear them laughing the entire time. The White Scars yeah, they were like, even when they were just about to die, they're like. <laughs> That smell you know, roll. They're like it's got something in your nose on your shirt, and it's like flipped his nose up. Um, but they were <laughs> like, "Got your nose," even to the end. They did a proper "Got your nose," and the white scars would get away. <laughs> the white scars would get away, and the Death Guard were like pissed. They're like, "Oh god, that's embarrassing." They were already, they were already the only one Legion who is not fully corrupt at this point. So they kind of like the way they were looking like outsiders to the rest of the you know, the group, shall we say? And then this would sort of be the mid Horus Heresy. Towards the end of the Horus Heresy, they'd just been conquering planet after planet. They've been separate from all the other legions. They just everyone's been on their own, kind of doing their own thing. You know what I mean? Everyone's gone to university or college and they've kind of changed. Someone's got a new hairstyle, whatever. They've all come back different. And this would be where they would get the call 
and essentially Horus is going, it's time, dude. So everyone puts down, you know, it's it's basically the boys are back in town. It's time to get the gang back together for the push on terror. And the Legion itself would reform and someone would appear who Mortarion hadn't seen in ages. He'd been trying to call him for like forever. This guy just wouldn't pick up his calls. He's kind of getting a bit annoyed. And this was good old Kalas Typhon. Typhon himself had basically been ignoring Mortarion for the entire <laughs> um, Horus Heresy and basically been doing his own thing with his own section of the Legion. And all these little other parts of the Legion would re-knit together. And uh, I believe Typhus asked, sorry, Ty, Typhon, excuse me, spoilers. Typhon would ask Mortarion to, hey, come aboard my ship, the Terminus Est, and we'll go into the warp slash meet Horus as a sign of unity, you know? <laughs> hey, just trust just me, come bro. Come aboard my ship, there's, there's no worries. Don't mind the smell. What, what, gurgling? I'm not gurgling. I'm not making any noise. Oh, yeah, and like, Mortarion oh. can hear like fly noises, and he, he's like, Typhon looks a yeah. little bit weird. He looks a little bit ill. He's looking a bit peaky. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, someone said, uh, is it MAS20 says Morty deserves redemption? Right. No, he doesn't. He's not. He, he, he can't redeem someone who doesn't think they've ever done anything wrong. Burn the Mothman I mean, with a giant thing that they fly into. You know, that blue thing. I mean, compared yeah. to some of the other traitors, he deserves it. Oh, that yeah. should be a meme, surely. The the thing, you know that, uh, is it the Pixar, is it Bugs Life? It's just like, Buddy, don't go into the light. He's like, I can't help it. It's <laughs> and that should just be Mortarian and like some device. Uh, yeah, but Mortarian himself, so so is a bit amiss with Typhon here, clearly. But he sort of stopped, and he's like, "You guys, you, you know, you've been ignoring me for like literally seven years." And he's like, "It's no problem, bro. It's all good. It's all good." So he. Kind of swallows it. It's kind of like that friend you didn't who comes. My pings, bruh. <laughs> he, he's kind of like that friend who constantly gets let down. So he's very much a like he's like used to it. Like, I'm really dogging on this, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the Legion is whole again, and uh, Mortarin joins Typhon on his ship, and they all gather. They hold hands and they basically enter the warp together and go to meet Horus. But it goes wrong immediately. Um, some big energy shock waves are going across the fleet, and then people like. Again, there's like as um, Colin mentioned earlier, uh, Typhon says, "Ah, oh, there's been a plot. I'll find out what happens." And so he goes, searches over the fleet, and he brings um, Mortarion all of the um, navigators. For people who are listening, navigators are the ones who help them get through the warp, and they basically sort of navigate the ties of the Immaterium and Hell itself. And Typhon executes them immediately without trial or anything like that and Mortarion even gets close he literally grabs him by his gorget lifts him up like a naughty child and like what are you doing and then essentially Typhon says see they were going to launch us into a sun they're all traitors me and the psychers of the legion we can guide the ships it's fine and obviously they're very much like we don't really use the psychers that's like kind of the yeah psychers the are weird a bit kids bit, bit icky boy and um they Mortarion's like, well, we have no choice now. And things start to go wrong. People start to get sick on the ships. And Mortarion finds, I think it's Zuriek, a legionary gets sick. So the Death Guard, like, and then he even tries to kill Zuriek. He, like, stabs him in the chest. Because Zuriek is literally um, riding with every disease, disease known is, imaginable. Is this the bit where the Dreadnought is all like, our brother is sick. We need to tend to him. And he's like chatting to him. And then all of a sudden he starts getting sick and he's a dreadnought. He's like, well, I'm in this 
thing. I'm not going to get sick. He's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, What's no. Going on? It, it's like, oh, God. And the Motorian, like, goes, fine, I'll put him out of his misery. I'll kill this guy. Stabs him through the chest. Only for the guy to wake up, pull the knife out, and it's all rusted. And basically go like, ah, like, mewling at him, crying. And then Mortarian's like, basically walks away like, we'll find a solution. But in his mind, he's going, oh, shit, oh, shit. Like, he's like, basically losing it. Because in his mind, he's like, the Death Guard don't get sick. This is impossible. Essentially, the entire Death Guard Legion now, they're all getting sick. And they're all starting to, even Mortarians have like boils and he feels like the battle in his bloodstream even says. And he's at this point, his suspicion of Typhon and like what's been going on so far is just reached breaking point. And so he goes to confront Typhon only for Typhon to turn around and basically appear out of the dark in the navigator chambers, like all bloated and disgusting. And basically go, what do you mean? This is what we were always meant to do. And Mortarians like, what do you mean always meant to do? Like, this is the path of the grandfather. And then Motorian's like, oh, crap, this is bad. Get us out of the warp now. And then he bait him and his death shroud. They rush Typhon and his grave wardens, which are sent like his guards. And Motorian's surprised by like how much strength Typhon has. Like, he's just a they never actually fought each other. And they've been best. They've been, like, been essentially best mates for a long time. But their friendship kind of dies in that moment. And Motorian's like. That, that's a friendship yeah. ender right there. Yeah, when your friend like completely submits you to the forces of hell and you weren't even willing. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Bit... You gave me the pox. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> when your friend gives you smallpox, it's a bit controversial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so Mortarin was fighting Typhon and Mortarin's like, I should have killed him by now. This is a bit tough. Eventually he does impale him, only for him to just wake up again, like, you know, basically call the ambulance, but not for me, essentially. And <laughs> the Typhon wakes up again. Motarian's like, I don't know how to fight this. Everyone around me is like dying in this disease everywhere. So Motarian unleashes a weapon he hasn't wanted to touch for a long time. He sends out the good old demon, Ignatius Grugor, the one that he used on Moloch to, like, you know, carve out that planet for them. He basically goes, you know, get him, boy. And Ignatius does exactly what he wants. He does, he kills Kalas Typhon in front of him. Mortarion's like, oh, thank God. Only for Kalas Typhon to essentially rise again as Typhus, reborn as the Herald of Nurgle and as basically a corrupted demon sort of thing. And Mortarion's like, oh, like this is the worst day ever. Literally, my sons are dying. The only thing I care about are my sons. That's the only thing I have is my Death Guard and they're dying. And only for them, for him to turn around, and then he sees a god. He sees Nurgle. And it gets it gets really weird here, where essentially time, like the whole Death Guard Legion fleet is stuck in the embrace of Nurgle's like personal attention, and they're all like suffering and dying. Time itself starts to overlay and flux in the warp, where Mortarius starts to see the point of when he failed to kill Nakair, and the Emperor offering, you know, to well, him offering his allegiance to the Emperor and it sort of overlaps with the present of when he's sort of made to kneel by Nurgle and Mortarion starts to echo the words he had said then and now, which was that he wanted to endure, he was willing to do anything to save his sons and so then, with his oath given in blood, he starts to transform and he sprouts like, you know, wings and his body bulges and convulses and it's, you know, passes everywhere 
and to all the Death Guard legionaries, they are all healed from their sickness and they feel pretty good, but they are all turned into the horrific plague marines that you know and love today. And it's a pretty... I mean, the transformation is described as very much like they are just like things just bulge out of them like insects ripple over them and it's disgusting and horrific and sticky a bit sticky yeah i mean obviously we don't want to get into it but obviously certain (laughs) expression was priceless we don't get into it but let's just say liquids were involved i've just been watching colin there for a while just going it's a sticky wood it's just this this was perfect I Someone don't know said why um, the, the sticky description is what drove it over the edge for you, but for some reason that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. I think uh, gross. and moist. Oh god! I think Jack Dawes he he put, um, again, <laughs> Jack Dawes put when your bro gives you AIDS. Very much the same. <laughs> <laughs> just a prank, bro. It's just a prank, bro. It's just a goof. Um, what do you mean? Why? Why are you not laughing? Um, it's just a bubonic uh, plague. I don't know what the get. I don't know what the big deal is. When Come you on, can't bubonic like... with your homies, are you yeah. even homies? That's a real question. And the legion at this point is now corrupted by Nurgle. A lot of them kind of they don't really understand what Nurgle is, but they just they sort of learn to like their new form. They are stronger, more enduring than they ever have been before, and. The, the ones that kind of resist, like Mortarian in his soul, they actually feel the pain, but the ones that very much um, submit to the corruption, they're like, oh, I'm so happy. This is amazing. Yeah, I love it. Um, the Legion would then go on to emerge with horror. You know, they'd like emerge in front of horrors, like, oh, the Death Guard are here. Oh my God, what is that smell? <laughs> that... Oh, that bit, that bit where Mortarian goes on the vengeful spirit and like Horus is keeping it together. Abaddon is yeah. barely keeping, and everyone else is just vomit. They're like, he smells. <laughs> everyone like starts everyone. immediately like, like someone just like blew up the room. Just like, oh, and he's just everywhere on the floor. Like, no one wants to so sit next to them in the, in the meeting. Like, no, the thing like... is, it's like as soon as he enters the chamber, and it's a big, you, you know, like forty k architecture. It's massive. Oh, they're massive. The doors is like, and then like Horus is there going. And Abaddon's there going, and everyone else is just vomiting furiously. It's very much being stuck in an airplane with someone who was ruining the toilet. It was it was horrific to be in their presence. They are just literally the word disgusting resilient is the worst, best way to perfect way to encapsulate them. Well, and like to, oh, go ahead, sorry. I just would like so like obviously you know they didn't they didn't realize you know the stench until the doors open and then it was like, oh my god, but like Imagine the guards outside the door who were just standing there like <laughs> yeah. for like 15 minutes straight. What is that horrible smell? And then the, the death guard walks in. Literal sewage. I like, just feel sorry for the, 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 the labor service who have to like mop up all the like <laughs> sons of horrors vomit. Like, oh, Thank you, they Devin. Don't pay me they don't pay uh, me. I'm, I'm indentured. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> Thank Sucks. you, uh, Devin Griffin, for the average Magic the Gathering convention. Yeah. <laughs> um, what book is that meeting in again? That's the very end of The Buried Dagger, which is the last horror book. book. I like it because there's a lot of uh, Knight's Errant stuff in it. But there is Someone said <laughs> the airplane shit in the news recently. There was that. There was a flight turned around because someone had ruined the aisle, didn't they? Oh. Uh, that's, that's enough detail for that one. Um, but the Death Guard are here. They are. They stink. <laughs> they smell so bad, <laughs> and they are ready to ruin the Emperor's day. And 
from their perspective, they it's like they want to take the Emperor of the Golden Throne. Mortarion wants all his secrets. He doesn't care anymore. He wants all the things denied to him. And the Death Guard also want to, you know, usurp the Emperor and maybe even appease the you know, good old grandfather Nurgle. Because why not? And with the Siege of Terror, they would sort of be the, they would be given the honor that they was promised to them long ago, which was they'd be the first to land upon Terror. They'd fight in many of the uh, battles here. They would obviously be party to um, some of the joint uh, operations with Perturabo, and they would also famously there'll be the duel between Nathaniel Garrow and uh, Mortarian. I don't want to go too much detail of that just because that's their personal stories. And it's so we want to cover that probably in their own videos at some point. And there'll be a duel between those, you know, old death guard, Nathaniel Garrow and what would be what they became, which is Mortarian and the death guard in the modern ones. Um, the next part of the siege of terror for them would be that just them being on the planet, by the way, also spread a sort of sense of dread and would drain people to the point that the defenders were, almost giving up and this is when we had the famous sally from the white scars who would try and kick mortari and the death guard out of the spaceport and a slight part to mention here the death guard at this point are starting to fracture where <laughs> andy's enjoying the any, any mention of white scars yeah i'm having and, fun and <laughs> the death guard themselves are fracturing at this point because um th there's a clear line between those who believe that typhus is now the leader of the Death Guard and those who believe it's Mortarian. Obviously, Mortarian's their Primarch, but Typhus is the Herald of Herald of Nurgle. And Typhus is the one who like brought them into Nurgle's embrace, whereas Mortarian's like, actually, it was my decision in the end. Thank you very much. Excuse me. Um, and there's some like combativeness between them. Typhus is off somewhere, not helping. <laughs> but the White Scars do sally out. And there's like a massive battle in them between them and the space, but like multiple layers of like essentially the there's a cool point where it describes like the white scar had to fight in twos to take down a single death guard because they're so like bloated and huge. So like basically two white scars having to like basically clog one death guard and a legion of tanks as well with the white scars. It's a very cool scene from the book. Eventually, Mortari and Jagatai Khan do fight. Mortarian completely outmatches him for most of it. He's just kind of smashing him. But uh, Jagatai Khan is playing on his insecurities and his um, sort of flaws in his personality. He mentions at one point, I should have spoke, I should have fought the true Legion Master, Kalas Typhon. And Mortarian just loses it. And he basically impales Jagatai. But then Jagatai just pulls himself down the blade and basically snaps off Mortarian's neck because he got sloppy. And Mortarian is banished back that's into the cool wall. That's a cool neck you got there. Be a shame if you were to lose it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice neck you got there. Don't think I can see it because it's all blubbery and disgusting. But he very much, I think he like literally white. It's like he slashes his dow across and it explodes in black blood. It's disgusting. And the Death Guard themselves, they feel like Mortarian leave the teacher. Like basically, he leaves the material universe. Like oh crap, and. It would actually sort of represent the point where the Death Guard like splinters into different bands and chaos war bands. Eventually, Typhus would sort of go, "Hey, I'm still on Terror." Funny that Mortarian was <laughs> all alone and got banished. That's crazy. I guess I'll have to lead. You know what a wild ride. Wild. You know, crazy boys. You know, um, this would eventually lead to the end of the Siege of Terror, where they would like all of the legions, where Horus 
would fail and die and they'd be pushed into the eye of terror they'd be fine enough mortarin obviously awakens as a demon primarch now within uh the warp and he's basically gone the loudest fuck you could ever scream like like, ah like he just yells because he's like i can't get back in the material universe it's i missed the siege of terror but he sort of is a statement of irony that mortarian would then go on to forge a planet for himself in the warp a demon world where it's basically a copy of barbarous where he lives as like the overlord on top of a mountain so he basically became nicare like his the overlord you know abusive slash you know adoptive father in the end it's and it's like uh it's like poetry they rhyme yeah he um he sort of i mean it's it's all to do with mortarian wanting to be, a, to be a hero in his own story as much as he thinks he's one and the death guard themselves are sort of shatter not hugely amount but a lot of them sort of split into war bands this is now where it would continue to the modern 40k timeline again we mentioned earlier the instances of the death guard fighting tau sort of everywhere even just one death guard is kind of a problem because they spread like plague and disease everywhere they go they are completely fully corrupted by nurgle they all enjoy the grandfather's blessings there's a few of them that have different um, nice schemes so it's like the traditional death guard colors of like you know the sort of uh, rusted cream white and then the um green uh shoulders but then there's also ones like with green um coverings like sort of sickly death guard green as the model color and you can see in the you know on the on the, on the oh, yeah, visual sort of, yeah. we got going the baby vomit green a nice lovely <laughs> baby That's vomit supposed green. To be white but over time it's gone a little I, bit moldy when you never clean your armor <laughs> and uh so the, the the death guard now essentially become their modern 40k iterations um i do believe i think at this point though we will sort of talk about their tabletop stuff and a little bit about some of their units and how they kind of how it feels to play them um but that essentially is sort of the there are like small smashings there's a good book the lords of silence but i would love to do a video specifically about that because it explains how no corruption is just so invasive in it how it rewires your mind um but that essentially is the, what the entire story of the death guard is currently to their modern 40k timeline but i think now we're going to do now a quick gross. question a no, no, bit question big uh question of the week we're bringing it back boys um some I, of your previous I, comments oh, okay sorry before we start can i get one last comment in about the death guard and whatnot yes this, of course. this is more general complaining about mortarian i don't mind mortarian i don't hate him I feel resoundingly whatever towards them. I hate, and I brought this up before, I hate that necromancy in the setting was wasted on his fucking backstory. Like, oh, oh yeah, it this is. is adopted dad, it's the necromancers, and we're done with necromancy. That's it. That's and the they're end. Gone Have now. fun, everyone. Yeah. It should be used for something like Eldar. I was, we said a lot of time, like Eldar, that like, because they have access to like the, the dead. Is yeah. going to be an Eldar thing, like heroes of an old in age. In two ways now, both Wraith, like Wraith units and the Yanari. Well, of course, that wouldn't mean the Yanari need good lore, and that's that's just not happening. Yeah, I don't think a I mean, Yanari podcast episode is coming anytime soon. I, I feel like there's also an, ang an angle you could go, maybe the Eldar, both Drukhari and Eldar Eldar, could say, rather than be claimed by Slanesh, I'll be a thrall. Like, that could be a narrative thing where they say, well, it's better than being part of Slanesh. I'll just become a zombie Eldar. Like, surely that's an avenue someone could explore. It's like, well, it's pick your poison. Neither's particularly not, good, not but it's interesting. But yeah. Undeath is better than 
eternal torment. There's maybe something there, to be fair. I'll yeah. just let people know as well, for the next question of the week, we will post that in the, uh, as like a sort of pinned comment underneath here, just for, um, uh, for when, obviously we'll answer them uh, next time. But I think, is it over to Andy, I think, for the question well, so of the week? I'm going to share the first one. So uh, the first one oh, is from Joe Ken. Uh, I hope you can all see this. Uh, hashtag retirement. This was from our Sebastian Yarrick video. Hashtag retirement. I'd retire Alpharius Omega on so we could get a monitorium, a moratorium on the I am Alpharius memes. Also, we maybe find out which one Dom killed. So I think that's oh, what Dorn. Dorn killed. Dorn. Yeah, Dorn. Dorn. Oh. Sorry, I was thinking of Gears of War in my head. Uh, he killed Dom. No. <laughs> no, not Dom. No, yeah. He, he, he Just killed, so we could he, like clear up what's going he, on with him. He killed Alpharius. We're done with it. He killed Alpharius. I don't care. <laughs> Listen, okay. Like the problem isn't Alpharius. We're the problem. <laughs> the one, the, the fans. We're the problem with. We we ruined the I am Alpharius, but it's actually kind of cool in the books. We ruined it essentially. Yeah, but GW leans into it where they go, hey, maybe it wasn't him. No, no, no. We mysteries are hard. Espionage, so we, so we just it. go, maybe who knows? We don't have an answer for you at every fucking opportunity. <laughs> you get a baby rage about this. I am <laughs> baby raging again. It is to fair, it should have been like used only a couple of times. They do overdo it a little bit. I'll give them that. Well, question number two is from at Halo Master 21 hashtag retirement, the entire Lamentus chapter. I think oh, they deserve some man. rest. Uh, but let's be honest, wherever they retire to will probably be attacked by Tyranids within a week. Bro, uh, I don't think that's, that's, I mean, I, I can't point out anything wrong with this statement. <laughs> I don't know anything wrong. I think retirement would be nice for them, but they just, they would, it would, it would go wrong bad. It would die. Definitely. Devin Griffin, by the way, they should bring over Mr. Nagash to 40k. Big true. Big true. Bring the Bone mm. Man in. One universe Thing. is not enough for him. Bone Daddy cannot hold his ego. Two universes in one. wasn't enough. <laughs> he cannot hold in that ego any longer. Uh, Just saying, yes. he, he's, a, he's doing a much better, better job at being a skeleton god than the Emperor is. Just true, saying. True. So number three is from rarest Pepe three eight one five hashtag retirement. I would retire the Inquisition and the Adeptus Ministorum because I want to make the TTS timeline canon. There we go. I mean, that would be funny in our hearts, in our hearts. But also the Adeptus Ministorum would. It, funny enough, wouldn't that collapse the Imperium quicker than anything else? Pretty much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you say that. Um, Pirate <laughs> King the Tsar, that's our said hashtag retirement. I would retire the Administratum. Either nothing would happen because of how bloated the organization is, or the Imperium would collapse in a week. Either would be funny. There you go. I, I, so, yeah, that, so, that, it probably is a coin flip on that. It's like, who knows? Someone yeah. said, um, I think my neighbor is Alpharius. <laughs> if your neighbor is Alpharius, you wouldn't know it. I want I think... you to root out Alpharius and let us know. Well, Mr. Ezekiel Abaddon, you should hit your neighbor in the face with a brick. <laughs> no, 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 chill, 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 chill. Um, legally, this is a joke, and I don't mean that. Based so as that. For legal reasons. Trust me, Morty. <laughs> trust me. Uh, someone has to do it in the voice. Like, trust me, Morty. You gotta kill all your navigators, Morty. You gotta kill all your navigators, Morty. I'm gonna kill you, Typhus. 
I saw, the new, I saw the new clip of the new voice actor. I don't know what's going on. It was Rick beating up or tied up Rick in a chair. But the new voice actor is pretty good for Rick. It's pretty convincing, okay. isn't it? I don't know if they'll bring the old guy, Justin, rolled him back. Probably but... not. After no. what happened. No. Uh, nah. I, mean... I, think that, I think that one might be that one might be off the table. It's too volatile. So I said that escalated. Thank you, Jack. That did escalate quickly. Um I think uh, the last bit we'll finish on here, though, is just a bit of discussion on tabletop stuff. So I think uh, over to you, Colin, just for a little bit on in terms of their tabletop flavor and all that kind of good stuff. I would be happy to. And I would also like to say that this is my do or don't for them. Please uh, never ask again for uh, the rest of my channel. <laughs> oh, you got to do it one time. I'm surely, gonna, yeah. At some point, I'm going to do yeah. it. But this is uh, this is where I'm going to point everyone to in the for the foreseeable future. So that being said, uh, a little bit of just, you know, some basic stuff about them on the uh, tabletop. The uh, best thing to know about them, tough and tanky as all hell. Uh, especially against small arms fire, you are going to shoot them and then they're going to laugh and that's going to be the end of it. Uh, they have, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of do it as I do. Uh, they, uh, they have the pox walkers, uh, pretty, you know, kind of low tier scuff scrub unit uh but they do have a five up feel no pain and every time they kill a model they uh get another they get a dead pox walker back so that's good uh typhus has a two up save uh the average plague marine oh, don't tell me i closed that out i did not good uh the average plague marine is a three up save their vehicles have three up saves everything except like the cultists and the uh, pox walkers has a two or three up save so if you want tanky you want the death guard uh they can lower enemy toughness they can uh do you know shenanigans like that they have auras uh or if they get close that's what lowers the toughness Ooh, pardon me uh some of the command abilities are similar uh infecting enemy units so they're uh easier to kill uh there's some uh regeneration stuff they got going on some cool stuff like that uh, as for reasons you don't like them you know eli did ask me to complain about them on the table <laughs> i have a few to add to that as well by all means but uh biggest downside they're not going anywhere anytime fast they are probably i think they are the slowest army in the game uh it would make four, sense yeah four or five inches of movement is standard for them like they have their vehicles and i think the demon prince is a bit quicker but other than that the Death Guard armies are not going anywhere anytime fast. If only uh, they could run on all fours, that would be helpful. Yeah, <laughs> which is a which is a problem because that aura they have that lowers toughness. Well, you got to be close to them to lower your toughness, and it is not hard to not be close to the Death Guard with four inches of movement. It's not gonna. It's not a challenging thing to handle. Uh, it especially makes me want to die because I play Eldar, who have 5 million different tricks to make their movement quicker. Hmm. And then the Death Guard just have to waddle across the table. So that makes me physically ill to, to think about playing them, which I suppose is fitting, you know, for the Death Guard. It makes me sick. I do have to say, though, their um, unique sort of faction rule of the... It's the capping points and spreading contagion um, from CP uh, places. It It's so boring compared to a lot of the other ones, like um thousand sons have obviously got the cabalistic ritual i've got like a full data slate thing of like what i can do whereas the death guard are basically just stinky like, <laughs> tough, way, like lower toughness stuff 
Ooh. We got a donation from Dragon Master Outcast for eight ninety nine New Zealand dollars, saying the books will continue until morale improves. <laughs> it, thank you. Or not? I think uh, did someone say like I did have a question, which was, was there anything that the Emperor could have done differently in his interaction with Mortarian? Like, could he have done something to help? Oh, it be a little bitch. It, yeah. more, the Emperor could have done a lot different, but I think it's a problem with a lot of the other later found Primarchs, which is like the Emperor essentially was like, yo, I, it's nice, you know, having this all reunion, but it's, it's, hurry up, we're on a schedule. It's time to get uh, moving. <laughs> yes. I've done this 15 times already. I do not care. I think someone Chaos is on its way. It's a coming. It's a coming. I think uh, CJ Kicks did also put out um, if Law Crimes had a week, could they name basically everything that the Emperor could have done differently? <laughs> Something yeah. like we could very good in a week. Series. Probably, yeah, probably maybe squeeze it into a week. Should have worked. Yeah. The Emperor should have worked on his parenting skills, maybe even worked on his own dysfunctions and been a better father. I mean, True, but he wasn't really a father. He was essentially a general. Yeah. Or a general father. Well, he had a good relationship with a few of his sons to an extent, like Gilliman. He was just like, oh, he's the more the more well adjusted. He was just like, oh, they're just fine. They they take care of themselves. I don't need to put any work into you. This is good. You're perfect. Go on, do your thing. You are you are baked to perfection. You're fine. (laughs) Dawn, what lovely armor. I like the flattery to copy me. That's fine. (laughs) Go for it. Keep going. Jagatai. Bog is kiwi for book. Let's keep going. That's cool, actually. So when is the next? Or, so someone says. So when is the Halo tier list? Um, it, it's it, tr- Halo's. Well, I'm pretty sure Halo's in the works, boys. Don't worry. We did see a tier list of like best maps, and I I think Colin made a noise I've never heard him make before when I mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the Blood has to be S tier, or, or I no, of course, friends. Valhalla uh, too. Of course, we get oh, some bocked in the chat. Just, just yeah, bock. bock. Everyone bock. bock. The lizard men are here. I uh, hate Saurus. I hate them. <laughs> I also say about death. Isn't the but as of current time recording, the optimal death guard list is basically just rhinos, death guard, plague marines. Yeah, like, it's just it's just rhinos and plague marines. There's nothing else. There's no. There's no. There's nothing else to do. Your army's so, basically yeah. just Mort- like Mortarian is a. I mean, he's a demon primarch, so obviously he's. It's gonna hit. He's gonna hit goodly, uh, but you're also paying out the ass for that if you want a demon primarch. Um, and I guess one last flaw is that they don't. They do not handle f- for as endurance base as they are. They do not handle like Melta and stuff very good. Uh, small arms fire and like las guns bolters. Don't even worry about it. Just keep walking through that. Uh, but they do not have, uh, when I was scrolling through their rules, not many feel no pains or invulnerable saves to go around. Uh, Mortarian has one. Yeah. But I don't think even Typhus, I don't think he even has a... They lost a lot like a, of their enduring uh, abilities from ninth, unfortunately. Yeah. Which, so, like, like, depend, like, that depends on the army, of course, which, like, Imperial Guard, especially infantry-based guard. You're going to have a grand old time walking through five million guardsmen and just ignoring them. Uh, when when someone breaks out the Melta weapons, though, not a whole lot you can do about that. Like, I think uh, it was uh, their Demon Prince, I think, was uh, the Death Guard Demon Prince. He gives units close to him a six-up feel-no-pain feel no save, which is helpful, but it's on a six-up. Like, Yeah, it's like the great. worst end of it. Um, oh, Anthony, 
Anthony oh again. Since Eli isn't here, Colin should continue the stream Ooh, tradition of eat a raw egg. But more, oh, more seriously, love you guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much, Anthony. That's um very generous of you. Appreciate that a lot, brother. Um, I also I do hate <laughs> to disappoint you. I don't think there's an egg in my house right now, though. Uh, I, need I know I eggs. have twelve in mine for a fact. Don't don't volunteer yourself for things that I, you don't. I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just All stating right. how many eggs I know I have in my cupboard. Thank you very uh, much. But here's a question though with the tabletop. What, what's the thing with Death Guard deployments now? Is it sets of five they have to be deployed in? Oh, squad numbers, you mean? Oh, is it, or you can buy them in as five. I think you in squads of five and ten, but then you buy them in sevens. Yeah, like oh, the, yeah. the painting phase did a whole bit where they were like, oh, they, they're deployable in like this amount. But if you if you want enough Death Guard... I think it's like you have to buy them in threes or sevens, and it's like you need to buy double the amount <laughs> to have enough to deploy. Well, it's, it, like... it's it's the same reason hot dogs and hot dog buns don't have the same amount per package. It's to get you to buy more. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, was a hot thing. dog buns. I I think like hot dogs are in like packages of twelve. Buns are in packages of ten. I did not. I mean, I'm or maybe I'm... it's the other way around. It's been a while. I've not had I've a hot dog in a while. Buy hot dogs that weren't just yeah. from a fast food joint. That reminded, that Sorry, reminded. I'm me just eating hot dogs now. Know, Sorry. You've given both me and Hal an existential crisis. PTSD right hot dogs. <laughs> that reminded me, though, of the final thing to complain about for the Death Guard on the tabletop. I hate their combat patrol box sucks. Oh, oh damn. It is, uh, it's Typhus, which on the one hand, you get Typhus, that's good. But that kills any rebuyability of it because you can't have you more than one Typhus. typhus. Yeah. Yeah, you, you get one. Uh, it has, I, I don't even remember what the unit is called. It, I think it's supposed to be like an apothecary. Uh, Biologus putrefier. I don't know what that means. Uh, seven plague marines. There's that horrible number. And yeah. 30 pox walkers. I, yeah. I would like some marines with my traitor marine legion, please. Games Workshop. Yeah. Although, to be in as a last sort of saving grace, is that the Death Guard models do look good. They... On the tabletop, you've got a, an army that's relatively like up to date, and it looks good, and you can paint it. Like, I mean, even if you paint it wrong, like you don't know how to paint. Like, he's like, "Oh, I'm new. I don't know what I'm doing." You can still paint them relatively well. Like, you can have each have a good go because them looking like messed up and inconsistent is <laughs> as... looking a bit rough around the edges is kind of the appeal. Like, yeah, <laughs> they <laughs> actually they're the easiest army to paint just shit and then use that to paint the mini. I like the idea that you just like you finger paint them in like greed and then just like dunk them in custard and go like there we go. The, it would Done. it would taste disgusting. Go, go to the bathroom, curry. dunk it in the toilet and there's your paint. Thank you, uh Saint Hashtag named Slick Saint out. named Slickback who says no way they got MF Doom on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so you can convert Typhus to a Lord of Contagion because you can't even buy that anymore. You can't buy the Lord of Contagion, huh? GW, uh, I'm scrolling through their uh web store right now. I do not see a Lord of Contagion. Uh, I see Lord Felthius and his tainted court, which I don't like any of the words in that sentence. <laughs> Uh, sh it's the taint bit that gets you like, ugh. I, that, no, I that, don't want to. I don't want to buy that. That and the word, the name Felthius, not a fan. Collins in a brand sponsorship with Bad Dragons, right? No, it was Adam and Eve. Different. Oh, it was Adam and Eve. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
We're not currently sponsored by Adam and Eve, but um, <laughs> here's hoping. Uh, someone said uh, it reminds them of the, um, I guess it's the combat troll, combat patrol for the Thousand Sons. I got that one too <laughs> with, the, with the lots of the sand going. Honestly, to it, I, I sang, you only need like, there's just, you need 10 of them at most for a bat cap, and it's fine. I mean, to fit, is you still save lots of money, but it, again, like Zangor's, Zangor's seemed like an afterthought, and someone really hates us in Thousand Suns players because they're like, you know what they really need? Like sorcerers, models? No, we need bird. more goats. <laughs> goat bird. Go, yeah, goat bird. <laughs> Give me goat bird. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it could it could be worse. It could be that Christmas box they released for the White Scars, which the main character uh, in the box wasn't even on a bike. <laughs> Oh, Kosro Khan is not, he's not on a he's bike, a dude. It's like, you need him on, what's he, he's got Moon Draken. Is, is he meant Draken? to run on all fours as fast as a bike or something? I don't get it. <laughs> Although, have oh, you seen but... that new Stormseer model? That does look pretty sick. I, oh. I'm honestly, I'm I'm having a little bit of marine fatigue in terms of like, man, like, you know, after yeah. how many Primaris lieutenants came out after a while, I, you know what? Everything starts to look like a Primaris lieutenant. Shout out to my girl, Primus Lieutenant. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. Um, the Death Guard might be a little bit better than uh, Nurgle and Age of Sigmar. It looks like their Dawnbringer box is uh, eight models. Oh, damn. Although it is two of them are on like big boys on the Blade Throne, so eh, maybe that balances it out. Uh, we'll say no, no. We still, oh, sorry, we'll say now, by as well. This is kind of the end of the main podcast. If you guys have any uh, questions you want to hit us up with or things for a moment we'll be hanging on just for a little bit longer just to have a little chat slash hangout sesh boys if you want um i also talk about as well like because i'm myself uh playing tabletop as well as a lot of the i think i've got into a lot more recently over like the last year or two and i did like consider getting death guard for a while because again like the models are (laughs) colin's dropping his mic um i thought about getting death guard because they are pretty cool like looking again but like with most editions, like if you are buying an army, just do go with the one that you kind of in like you you like the law and you kind of like the models because it's always going to fluctuate with how well your army is doing. So, um, oh, I think another donation here. Someone want to read that one out there? Oh, reader, some rat thing. Thank you. Ah, yes, Gavin, the most benevolent masters, the gray seers, request to ask you to do a t- tier list rank of name Skaven characters. Glory to this horned rat. Good man. That is a fantastic idea. Thank you very much. And what a, what an idea you've what, got. That is actually, I mean, if everyone's, I think we could probably maybe add that in on the next tier list one we yeah, do, to be fair. If it's not out there, I'll make it myself. We need, there's going to be a, a literal, um, just one entire tier just for thank all, though. So course, we're, just letting you, we're letting you guys know now. Like, already the bias is coming out. Um, yes, rat things. Yes, yes. I would just, I would, I would miss talking about Skaven, to be fair, because it's just, it's one of the few things, like, it's an absolute shining gem in fantasy. And I don't know what the 40k faction equivalent of that it, is. It, like, there's, it, there's, there's orcs, but they're not, it's not the it, same. It was the Hrood. They were just space Skaven, and then they changed to be the weird aging, like, scaly things. Yeah, but then even then, they're just like a, it's barely mentioned as like a Xenos race. It's kind of a bit, there really should be like a faction where it's just like minor Xenos races as like a sort of conglomerate thing and we get wacky models. All of Thankful's Bone Rivers ranked. 
Well, all 10,000 of them. Oh my god. Son says, I'm late, but I'm here. You've got a lot to get through, brother. I won't I lie. Um, Eli will be uh, here for that one. He will do Skaven. We'll, we will all have a go at Skaven voice probably at some point, though. Uh, Enclave says, Good to see Senator Armstrong here. Bruh. <laughs> oh my god. People. People are who do we all look like? I wonder if people look, like. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna not take a comparison to Senator Armstrong. I'm just saying that when the hairline completely goes bald, you better start calling me Sundowner. And then you got to be like, for now, you're going. Don't fuck with this senator. And then yeah. like go, next, you're going. Fuck it's a cool Jack, and I'm such and such a child. Ms. Twenty says feet picks when. Um, Stop. Honestly, I want to say never, but let's be honest, we have a price. Um, Hold on, I'll do one now. <laughs> no, 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 chill, chill, chill. No, no, chill, no, chill. Seriously, no let's, you, let's go for it. No, 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 no. You gotta get money for tease that. Tease that out. You gotta, that's gotta no, be a mercenary. I'm doing kind it. Of thing. I'm doing you, it. You don't need to put a fee. Oh, you can draw it. Okay, thank God. There you go. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I made you scared there for a second. I did. Um, put, the, put the grippers away. Insert creativity here, but I wish Tau would get more auxiliary support for weirdo aliens. Absolutely. It's such a missed opportunity for... I mean, like the model, some models they do, like particularly Age of Sigmar. Whoever the Age of Sigmar team is, where are they in the 40k stuff? Because that team is pumping out yeah, models. That is just... They like they are cooking. And I don't get why we don't have some of those like like crazy things. Like I think a lot of 40k models are pretty safe. I think I read and uh, take it with a grain of salt because I don't know for certain, but I think I read a statement that like soft confirmed that when GW writers and models and whatnot want to be creative and do out their stuff, they're specifically put onto Age of Sigmar because like 40k has its identity and GW executives. Yeah, it's a bit too. They want to be more safe. Yeah, whereas AOS, especially because it's not even ten years old yet, they're like, "Yeah, do go nuts, do whatever." People are commenting on the feet pick thing he drew. <laughs> Move feet. off for the feet. Talk pick about Age thing. of Sigmar. Age of, oh no, 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 no more feet. What is that? Is that a hand? <laughs> okay. Um, sounds like they have five warp tokens for you. That's already too much. You're too generous. To be fair, um, I think to be fair, we would like to do we will, we will definitely add i think if we can we can add this the uh skaven tier list into our uh next one and again any other suggestions for that is definitely welcome we appreciate that guys i think though if that's i think that's for most people's questions out the way though i think that might be just the possible end of this anyone wants to add anything more anything on there should we uh uh i don't I... tease next time's one uh, pick I a different can... army than Death Guard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this all we will say by the end. A lot of, the, a lot of this, uh, the live one here will be trimmed down into a video after. Yeah. So uh, don't worry about the jank. <laughs> if you're watching this live, thinking this is a bit different, uh, it'll they be were... trimmed down a bit nicer. They they were I think fifty percent win rate last meta watch. So hey, they they do have that going for them. They're not the Dark my... Eldar. I do. I, I do watch um Auspex Tactics. It's a good, obviously, literally the channel that saves this entire community. And I remember seeing like every video I look in the comments, are always like, "Oh, they're ruining the game. They're ruining the game." 
and like you look at the last data slate balance and everything's nearly like 50 50. so i'm like, I was like oh, that's yeah. as good as it's gonna get so i don't i think people like it's it's okay i assume anyone who says they're ruining the game has an army that got nerfed <laughs> whose win rate went down i kind of just assume that yeah i mean some of the armies i play like they're not the highest win rate but that's fine because even between just playing a game it's so up in the air at all times it's pretty close it's okay dude just don't worry about it better watch 40k top three uh eldar orcs and leagues of otan so, uh, uh, the war oh. in heaven round two and deep rock galactic baby <laughs> rock and stone uh thank you mass 20 uh, appreciate that um someone said also imperial fist beginning to expert we could do to be fair um Imperial Fist is a tough one just because they are they actually find for how like much there is about Imperial Fist, they actually don't stand out much in the law. It's, it they it can be done obviously, but I think it's more it's a tough one because it kind of gets wrapped into basically being individual characters, such as like Sigismund and uh, Alexis Pollux, things like that. It basically gets wrapped into certain storylines. The Imperial Fist just sit in terror for like all their books, so it's a bit tough that one. Oh my god, the rock and stone is everywhere. What have you done, Colin? <laughs> I mentioned Deep Rock Galactic. What do you Deep think? Deep Rock I did the call to action, so it's my fault. Rock and stone, boys. Rock and stone. Oh, rock and... Clever. Very clever. Oh my god. Never. What have we drawed up here? <laughs> if you don't ro- look, if you don't rock and stone, you ain't coming home. It's it's as simple as that. Yeah. Drink your Someone beer. Said, don't be a leaf lover. Someone said Hammer and Bolter tier list episode. Uh, episode discussion have that's a good idea hammer and bolter mm, parts of it i would have to <laughs> give it a full i think watch. it's over to be honest they did the lucius episode and i don't think they're planning to do any more at this rate i've seen the oh it was I've getting better though bit. i've seen the bit where the avatar of kane gets avatar of kane yeah oh, I mean, sad. There, there's about 15 Pain. episodes i've watched them all but like I think they're done because I think they're they're like oh we can't put any more like time and effort into it because obviously they did a bunch of them and then everyone said oh the animation's a bit jank so then they started releasing them very slowly and I think they've now realized oh this takes a lot of work to make it look good doesn't it <laughs> oh <laughs> animation's hard no. let's finish it with Lucius's episode fifteen done because I don't think they have any plans to do any more to be honest I guess that's yeah, kind of well- we should mention it like the whole um, Warhammer. I about to say I even forgot what it's called. Then Warhammer Plus <laughs> thing is kind of. Uh, I mean, yeah. There's like this. Like, I don't even know what's going on with that anymore. I, I mean, feel like they they're giving up on it. I really well. enjoyed Pariah Nexus, but it was only three episodes, and I was like, this Iron Within was one episode. Angels of Death was great, but then that was the only standout thing, and that was the launch thing, and then they did Origins for three episodes, and Interrogator was six, and I was like, there's just not enough. There's just not enough stuff. I think they they obviously would like to have a lot of their things on their own platform, just because in terms of... GW is a bit more of a traditional company where like they, they think about like stock prices and all that kind of stuff. They're not... You can already tell, like, they, they don't they don't quite even like so like people who do law stuff. They don't understand how to utilize us particularly. And also, as yeah, as of at least twenty fifteen, at the like longest from the last time they said it, they have admitted 
we do not think video games are a worthwhile investment, which is the most cracked thing I have ever heard come out of a stock report. Oh my god, yeah. the Raptor Talon. He's back. Wow. Did Holy I get any? Shit. This boot, like, yeah, thank you. Yes, very thank much. you so much, Raptor Talon. Oh my god, thank um, you. that's very generous of you. Thank you so much. Um, we was having a brief discussion about the well, I think particularly like the um, Warner Plus thing. I think they should just, I know they don't want to have like an ecosystem thing on YouTube because I don't know if they kind of understand, like, they, I feel like they don't understand it. Whereas Nintendo, if they're let's players, if they had, if they had all these videos or animations on YouTube, there's no doubt in my mind Warhammer would be like massive, like way more massive than we'd even think about. You know, I, how many people have said like Astarte's got them into Warhammer? I think if people were listening here, like you might, a few of you might have never even heard of Warhammer until Astarte's came around. Dawn of War, stuff yeah, like that too. Total Pri Warhammer. Prior Nexus should have been another like version of that and Astartes. Bok. Bok, lots of box. <laughs> Bok is our thing now. Um I I should again I feel like just they kind of do shoot themselves in the foot a lot of the time and they don't realise how much like imagine I well, how much it is I just I'll just finish like it is self aggrandizing if all the U Warhammer YouTube went away, like all of us lot, it would be quite like a I don't know where I'd hear it. Like Warhammer. Well, I, I think the, the fun, at least from what I've observed from people who've worked at Games Workshop and have now left, the big thing is they don't want to attach people or personalities to the brand. They're like, we don't mm. want them to hijack our IP. It's kind of like so Rooster Teeth, very, isn't it? If anyone remembers that. Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> that's why they, they did the Only Hands <laughs> thing where they removed all their painters' faces from Warhammer TV because they were like, we don't want to promote the people. We want to promote the brand. So you only see their hands in the video and there's no faces when they're painting. And they've brought that back. But it's like they're, they're very, very, very protective of, oh, we don't want Colin or Andy or Hal being associated with Warhammer because Warhammer's our thing. We want Space Marines to be the face of Warhammer. We don't want this some... Dude some dudes on YouTube or whatever being the face of Warhammer. And that's kind of the, I think that's the bulk of it. That's why it reminds me of Rooster Teeth. Everyone, if everyone here had watched Rooster Teeth back in the day, it was all personality driven. <laughs> that they didn't <laughs> understand that people weren't there for the let's play. They were there for the let's players. Yeah. So I, I kind of see their reasoning there, but again, it's also just, there's a big divide between, I think, um, because it, it's been around so long, Games Workshop, they're much yeah. more like a traditional brick and mortar company than a like other. And and I think there's also something to be said about probably the people who are running it are quite old fashioned in that regard. And they're like, oh, these kids with their newfangled tech. Oh, I don't get it. No. Also, I mentioned Critical that. Role. I I I've watched <laughs> Critical Role's good too. To be fair. Um. Yes. Yeah, so I I'm almost like Astartes was the way to get your mates into Warhammer. I I just I've made my my friends watch Astartes because I again it's just such a missed opportunity. Like Prior Nexus should be free on YouTube, and imagine how many people will go like, "What the hell is this Warhammer thing? It looks yeah. so good." That's what I'm 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 wondering what the hell is going on with the uh, the TV series of. I know they're obviously like we don't want to show off what we got before it's ready, but it's like it's been radio silence. It's been very quiet. Yeah. I think uh, again, like a lot of it is always um, held close to our chest. But I think we also, to fit in a way, we'll say we all, all operate within an 
ecosystem or ecosystem of uh warhammer stuff we're just lucky that warhammer, echo chamber yes yeah <laughs> we're just lucky that warhammer is such a good setting that um we get to make all these kind of lore videos about it there's just again there's just so much to it and the at least the writing and the models are all you know what i mean like we can as much as we all have our complaints about it oh, the raptor talent again boy He's what's going on well it seems i'm now required to do this so bok listen raptor talent, thank you so thank much you. bro you're putting our children through uh, my unborn children through college uh university appreciate that so much um wow uh i don't even know what i was saying you know i was like uh, but yeah i just want to end on like we're very like we had the i much like i used to be a war like star wars fan and you come from star wars and you particularly look at the state of star wars now where most stuff is ah reference like that that's the entire thing is it's just reference like remember that thing remember anakin guys haha you remember anakin you remember that that's basically what star wars has come down to and you remember darth vader He's dead, but do you remember Darth Vader? Let's bring yeah. out Darth Vader again. It's like an amusement park almost. It's unending. I mean, I, I think I think of the um, <laughs> you know, the, the South Park thing recently. <laughs> South Park Kathleen Kennedy that thing was funny. I won't go too much into it just because it is um, obviously, it's obviously not anything much to do. It. It, it's it's spicy, but obviously South Park have always been like funny and like slash on the pulse with things, and I uh, enjoy that stuff. Um, but yeah, we're lucky. We do think about like Warhammer is luckily most of it's well written. The books are good stuff coming out. The models always good coming out. I mean, it's not always on the timeline we want it yeah. to be, but I mean, you know, fundamentally, the models and the books are their bread and butter, and it's mainly the models. So that's what they're going to focus on. But it's good that we get to to pick apart the lore and go, oh, this is, this is interesting. Look at this. this is neat. Look at that. Thing. Yeah. Well, the law, I mean, that's not why the law is good. The law, like, so far as like as much of it there is, the law is good. As much as there are obviously little bits that are a bit like, eh, but we, overall, the collective is, is slapped. Wouldn't have interested this many people <laughs> if it wasn't at least halfway decent. And yeah, I, I know I've said this several times before, but I think Warhammer is going through a renaissance right now where it's like there's so many channels, there's so many new books, there's so many new authors being brought into the fold for Black Library. They're doing new models. They're doing new um, games like uh, the Horus Heresy stuff. Like it's going through like a, a kind of big step right now, and so there's never been a better time to get into it. Someone says you used to be a Star Wars fan, bruh. Listen, I feel you. It was uh, it's just been a tough few years. I don't. I get that's the one thing. Like Warhammer, there's a, there's a difference between like when you actually see Star Wars and then like Horus Rising the first Warhammer book, it's just like, oh, damn, this is like someone has got a, someone's big braining this right now and got um, good lore. Also, again, models. M most most models look good. As much as I want to complain, I'm going to play about League of Otan at some point. Because I just, I, I, I'm so annoyed at how generic the League of Otan look. But, um, uh, oh my God, this is the Raptor talent. This guy is putting us through, I mean, it's not a donation, but I just chill a little bit. It's like, thank you so much earlier. Uh, you you also said like there's only one good sci-fi series and it's Babylon Five. You misspelled you know, Halo. That reminds me of, uh, that, that reminds me of uh, what I can't remember what the series called, but it's got Simon Pegg and Bill Bailey in it, and they're working in a comic shop. And he's like, "Oh, I need to. We need to bring you to so and so. I can't leave the work." And he's like, "You need to get fired." Oh, so and so. Babylon Five is a big pile of shit. 
get out and they go hey. <laughs> and that's oh, how fun. they're getting fired <laughs> Battlestar Galactica is just Babylon 5 but sad it is quite sad fun fun fact for everyone who wants to be more depressed about Star Wars the KOTOR remake is pretty much dead in the water now uh, no yeah it is a uh, no. uh, giant it is a uh, on the in a show uh, giant bombs Jeff Grubb as uh, the quote is I just want to clear it up. This game is not being worked on right now. Just full stop. The game is not being worked on in any way at any studio. Didn't it have a trailer. It did. It was officially announced. Because it's didn't, dead in the water. Didn't they just re-release it on the Switch as well? Like the yeah. original. Yeah. That might be why. They're like, oh, we don't need you. We're just going to re-release What's it. What's going on? Okay. We're lucky. I, I don't. love Star Wars. I guess we could finish on what do we who do we actually think the Warhammer TV series, if they're going to debut it, what do you think the uh, flagship ones are going to be? I would hope for Caiaphas Kane, but it's probably going to be either uh, Eisenhorn. Yeah, Eisenhorn or some Ultramarine. <laughs> I don't. I think yeah. that they should do Caiaphas Kane just for Henry Cavill, just so they can actually get so many series out of it. I think Eisen, that... Eisenhorn should be someone else because it's only like three books, and then I I feel other, like the thing is though, they're going to have to launch with something. Because that's kind of the yeah. draw. It's like if we don't have a space marine, it could be confused with another IP. But if it's like, look at the big chunky boy, it's like, oh, that's I've not seen that on the television before. I'm sure the big even I, Eisenhorn has got space marines in the first book, but yeah, they're like, but they're gonna they're have to be very watch, heavily yeah. in the story if that's the case. Yeah, I would say like I'm sure even if like they do like Kaivas Kane or Eisenhorn, Anthony again. Oh, it's just for me. Hal, I'm literally painting my third land fortress right now, and you've been hurting, you've hurt my soul talking smack about my generation. Yeah. <laughs> space truckers. Rocket Listen, stone. First stone of all, Anthony, thank you so much. I'm not sure that comment was worth a hundred for that, but to talk is that, but that's amazing. Thank you. Um, I will, I'm going to have a full rant about this probably one day, but my only, my beef is not necessarily that they have squats. My or like you know um, leagues of OTAN. My beef is that it is their artistic style and their law is perhaps the safest drop in the hat I have ever seen in terms of they could have made them crazy. I'm talking, and it didn't have to be like a carbon moon copy slash thing of you know basically a moon version, you know moon suit whatever version of dwarves. It could have been something way crazier and more exciting. And my only, my only gripe with the Leagues of Votan is like it wasn't more than what it is. It's... I like Rock and I Stone. Like we come at that problem for the execs from completely complete opposite angles. You want you want more <laughs> dwarf. I say I want them to be more dwarfy. You want them to be less dwarfy. But there's, all, there's I mean, always I don't mind them being more dwarfy. But the way they've done it is they've split it between dwarfs and another Vikingish space wolves knockoff. Yeah. No, it's like uh, they've hedged their bets. Whereas, like, if they were just like dwarfy, just like look at that dwarfy dwarf, and he's a dwarfy dwarf. As AI stuff, then everyone would be like, yeah, chunky dwarfs. But instead, it's AI simp dwarfs. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just, my only gripe is that it's just not. Well, I wouldn't want them to be as much like like you say, like you don't want Skaven in Warhammer Forty K. Like they, they are their own. I don't need another Skaven. I don't need another Dwarf. 
Warhammer Fantasy gets dwarves. <laughs> Correct. I, 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 get, I feel like they... on the opposite end of the spectrum. No, but like that I don't. That's like Age of Sigma already does it. Well, fight I, perfect. I, it doesn't I could need just imagine like round two because they've done the whole thing of like, oh, they've got AI. Whereas I'd be like, imagine if they were like, we're competent at harnessing chaos. Like we can just in we can just like contain and enslave chaos and an immaterial power. Like that'd be an interesting thing. Like oh. They're, they're Icarusing. They're getting a bit too close. Like, oh, we can harness this. But there's a reason we don't harness this. Whereas AI is just a bit more like... Isn't it? Uh, they, would, they would never do that, though, because then that would be tacitly admitting that the entire Horus Heresy series was everyone being an idiot. Yeah, but, but, but that's that where the conflict comes from. Some random schmuck how, faction. You, you don't know what you're doing. You can't safely contain that. Bludgeon to death. That's kind of... CJ <laughs> CJ Kicks books. The leagues are just a sci-fi uh, fracking company in my eyes. My maybe I haven't given them enough thought, but that's my vibe. Uh, Anthony he also put, "I run my Votan as all Iron Kin love them." Listen, mate. I think if you mate, if you enjoy it though, I, I don't want to take away from that at all. It's again like that's the whole point. I play some factions that you play, and they're not like the most competitive or like it's craziest, but I just like that law. And again, I have fun playing them. And if you're having fun playing it, that's literally all that matters. Absolutely, rock and stone all the way. You don't need. You don't need to parrot. The, no one has to parrot the YouTuber's opinion. Yeah. No, no. We we all have like as much as sometimes our opinions are based, and other times they are absolutely trash. <laughs> We're not going to kill ourselves. Are always right, but you don't have to have them. Always. Always. Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> They're always based, always. but sometimes they go in the basement trash. We should do a tier. We should do a tier list video of like just calling opinions in this, in this sense on like wow this stuff, and then just put like so this opinion is trash, right? But this opinion, <laughs> this opinion is rock and stone. <laughs> this... I uh, I think I should be controlling the stream for that tier list. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. <laughs> we have to measure that last time. I could see it on your face how much you wanted to rip like the mouse control from Andy's and control. <laughs> The there were a couple times I was looking at it, I was like, how much it goes to our heads just being in charge of the tier list stream. Um, which I said, the next one we obviously, I guess, well, Skaven could be one idea for the next tier stream list. And um, we're also planning to have these kind of our post podcast slash post tier list streams, which we'll be doing alternating going forward. We'll have like this whole hangout session bits after um, yeah. for people. So we get to, you know, basically, you can ask us anything you want. Dwarf tier list. I mean, it's just it's just Gotrek, and there's nothing else. I said that's really tough because. <laughs> Hang on way, now. No. Story, Gotrek. Barden. Uh, Barden's a real Barden. one. Free? Barden. I mean, um, that's a quick tier list. Thorgrim. <laughs> I mean, the White Dwarf. Iron Fist. The, the problem is, Grindle. the problem is, it, I don't think it works as a tier list because they're all S tier. There isn't a dwarf yeah, way. There's, there's no, no mid. Or, there's no bad dwarves. They're all good. Call it. Name me a mid dwarf. What, who's a mid dwarf? I don't think it's possible. There was a dwarf in Godric and Felix who was just a real asshole. But he's not. Is, <laughs> it's just they're him. all good though. All like name. other than him. All right, you know what? You kind of got me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> they're all Bretonian knights. Bretonian knights. I don't think we don't do a tier list of Bretonian knights. Kill. Colin. Colin will just put them I all in F tier. He couldn't be in charge of that one. To be fair, it would actually oh, absolutely not. I that would be. I would be palpatining this. I am the Senate. I am the tier list, and they're all in half. <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> Do it. Pretty good. Do it. Uh, <laughs> we uh, say think... what we're doing next. 
yes, we can actually, fair, because it, it leads uh, perfectly on. Good we're gonna, question. We'll edit this out, by the way, for people who are watching. So only the people who are watching live can know this. But um, uh, go ahead, Colin. We are, are we doing what we were? I think we could go for the your the one you want to do next. And then uh, we'll, we'll start wonderful. It well, uh, next time, everyone, we are seeking a good death. Uh, we're going to do Gatrick and Felix. Yes. Part one. Part one, because there's so much. Many, because we don't know how many we're going to have to do to cover everything. So we're going to do it in as we're going to break it down into chunks because we don't know how long it's going to be. So we're like, maybe one of 18. We don't know. Could Uh, be a while. What does Noah Smith put? Noah Smith put, Noah Smith put, um, Colin Pori mains Eng in Rockenstein. I do not main engineer. I main scout. Mm. If there's a cave leech in the cave, I assure you, I will find it. (laughs) Having it grab me. Uh, we will say though, um, yeah, Godric and Felix is coming up. We, I'm very excited. This one, just but I think Andy, you know, tertiary probably a little bit about this, but for people who are not 100% sure as well, this is also this is from uh, Warhammer Fantasy, the old world, the best world, and this is some like the I mean, it's almost it's not the earliest Warhammer lore, is it? I think, or some of the books are pretty old, but it's generally some like the best stuff that came out of the old world. With three for Dankle, my boy, my beloved. I think, though, with that being said, we're probably going to wrap the stream up now, boys. Uh, (laughs) Someone said Bone River tier list when. I also like how we have Genesis, Bock, and Stone. That's now a thing. Felix Felix Love Interest tier list, (laughs) two hours long. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) No, this is not possible. He put himself on that list too. Um, to be fair, Godric would be number one though, because he's his greatest love. Um, the bromance is, you know, bros before hoes. Uh, that being said though, thank you guys so much for watching and listening on. Uh, obviously, this will be this will, will be trimmed up, uh, probably in the next coming days, so like that. So, uh, for people who watch it live and uh, particularly Anthony and um, is it Raven, I think as well, thank you so much for the donations. Damn, that's a lot. Thank you so much. We didn't, I don't know if we deserve that love. Uh, that's just amazing. And we, we really appreciate that. That is a wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. And uh, I think that anything else you guys want to add? Is that really, uh, I think it might be it. I mean, one, one thing I'll mention is I've done a video on Morty and I've done a video on the Death Guard as a send off to this episode. They're very popular. A lot of people really enjoy the Death Guard. They're not my cup of tea personally, but they are pretty cool. And uh, if you enjoy playing them on tabletop, my condolences with the recent nerfs, but <laughs> otherwise, have fun. I feel a recent buff to fair. Um, I, I, uh, I would like to announce I feel resoundingly indifferent to the Death Guard. <laughs> I don't mind it. I like Mortarian story. I don't dislike them, but just... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep... uh, I am... Sounds like keep on bocking. Sounds like keep on bocking. Keep on bocking. Bocking. Bock, 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 I'm very excited to talk about Snorri next week. Snorri Nosebiter. The, my, our beloved. Not next week. Oh, yeah, no. No, it'll be two weeks from now. But, um, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. And that'll be the end of the stream. Thank you guys. Peace. We'll catch you all on the next Take one for tier lists. Yeah. Take a, have a good weekend, boys.